So, you've been arrested. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> Things have uh, <laughs> possibly been brighter in the history of the heroes of Breach Hill. Just a little bit of breaking and entering and assault. I mean, we had a great battery. Little definitely, stance. we're up to battery. Yeah, there was definitely battery involved. I Look, know. I just want to dance Previously, we got them on our adventures, <laughs> bringing us to where we are today. We have spent quite some time investigating the dwarven city of Kavler, one of the remnants of the ancient kingdoms for which the Five Kings Mountains is named. You follow the Scarlet Triad here a group of slavers who are, for some reason, very interested in your magical teleportation circle back in your home city. I mean, it was realistically, who wouldn't be interested in a giant teleportation circle? You have a ring of magic power you can walk through to go a huge wide variety of places throughout the world. Some of them are even useful. I'm pretty sure Marshall does not care less. Some of them are the center of untamed jungle, <laughs> but some of them are even useful. Or some the of center of Hell World Canyon. <laughs> yeah, place. take you right to a purple worm's mouth. Yeah, yeah. just, uh, <laughs> Never again. Never it's, again. It's just constantly inside the purple worm. He doesn't need to eat. There's just idiots constantly flowing. <laughs> Whenever I step out of one of these gates, something it's, tries to kill me. It's just a really fat purple worm. <laughs> it just eats all day because adventures just keep coming. looks like a hole in the ground with a ring of teeth around it that yeah. you just kind of step out, whoa, and you yeah. can fall into the <laughs> dun, hole. Dun, dun, but, I was about to say, I could make a comment, but I Our investigations have led us all throughout the city itself. Uh, working with many of the assorted guilds and the guild masters that run the Regents Council of Cobbler. And last time we played, not last week because we weren't here, but two weeks ago, we decided, and by uh, we, okay, we is unfair. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Marshall decided <laughs> that the most effective way to interrogate is what an, he does best. An old weaponsmith who is definitely working some degree of debauchery, forgery, and shenanigans. Well, general shenanigans, uh, was just breaking and entering and followed shortly by assault and battery. Mm, mm, mm. And then, and he helped. follow up, <laughs> second stroke of genius, <laughs> I know what we should do. We should go get the guards because this man is evil. Guards? <laughs> this man whose home we just broke into and assaulted is bad. Arrest him. <laughs> Did he actually say that? Yeah, pretty much. That's, that is. We told the captain. Uh, <laughs> we found a. Or we told the one of the, the guards. Head of the anvilers. Right. Uh, Guild of Arms. Yeah. No. Well, we, you went back. We went you went back to Thunderfall. You did go to the anvilers yeah, guild. And we told her that we found a source of fraudulent weaponry. And, yeah. and she was like, oh, that doesn't sound that big a deal. And I'm like, well, I guess I'll have to ask him some more information. And she was like, well, just don't kill him. And we're like, you did worry. that. You did don't and kill we, him. We followed instructions. You didn't even hurt him. You just intimidated him very aggressively in yeah. hands-on fashion. And then you guys got on the felony escalator I mean, and proceeded to he, go He may or may felony. not have a couple broken bones and maybe have to replace his pants. I mean, but, you know. I don't think he, he doesn't you, have any broken bones. And then... You just smacked him into a wall a bit. And then you broke fine. into jail. I watched. So... <laughs> No, you were helping me intimidate him. Right? As we start our adventures today, oh, yes. you're in jail for obvious reasons. <laughs> I yeah. yeah, that's about right. I think it's that's about right. At this point, I've been giving you a constant, like, up to date play to play by play of what they've been doing as I watch 
all you're gonna hear in her head are expletives in Elvish, which you don't understand. I don't need to. So the last, <laughs> the last that happened, Roshin, the marshal, got arrested with breaking and entering an assault battery. And uh, he got taken in to the Hall of Oaths in Calver's administrative district and put into a holding cell with the weaponsmith, who, as the guards are, have no idea what's actually going on here. And there is, uh, has been some accusations levied against him as well. He is also in the holding cell with you. They were nice enough to let me just kind of walk into. But they did confiscate your weapons, of course, your armor, your bags of holding, all of your things that are on your person, save for your basic clothes. You're not going into prison. You're not getting checked in and given the orange jumpsuit, but you are going in pretty much with what you, the clothes you were wearing underneath your you mean the carcasses of full plate and your breastplate. Rashik just left because well, he can do that by I being a the 12th level rogue while wearing the unmemorable mantle and then came back while not wearing it. And I'm like, yeah, those are my friends. I'm going with them. And for whatever reason, they let me in. And you have managed to <laughs> and what the, in the, in the peak of there has to be an easier way to do this. Talk your way into a jail cell. Um, I feel like you could have skipped that process by just getting arrested with them. But, you know, I'm not on record now. That's actually fair. You're not you, you're not actually you're rec recorded I'm in the system. Like, At some point, someone's going to be like, why is this Eruxy in here? <laughs> <laughs> but they took all of your stuff as well. But being the trained rogue that you are, you were able to smuggle in your skeleton key. And uh, as they, you were not searched particularly thoroughly here, as they are just kind of placing you again in a holding cell while they figure out what to do, because you have claimed that they just need to reach, reach out to uh, the head guildmaster of the Andler's Guild or the Guild of Arms, and they're not being particularly thorough here. It's more of a state of confusion. We basically said, talk to the president. They'll clear <laughs> us. <laughs> basically what we did. It's more like the mayor, or, I yeah, think, the mayor. is probably yeah, a better yeah, comparison. Mayor. Get me the mayor! <laughs> I'm working for him, and we'll get me out of here. Raz. I'm in prison by choice, thank you. Raz. Yeah? Our friends have gone and done the stupid again. Let me guess, let me guess, let me guess. Marsh got arrested. Yep. <laughs> and he took everyone else with him, and then Trashik decided he wanted to join in the fun, too. <laughs> so he broke into jail. He broke... He he didn't break out of jail? No, he, he broke, broke into, into jail. jail. I think he's planning on breaking him out and I've tried to tell him to just wait, we'll be there, we'll, we'll get we'll get the anviller, but he might not want to wait because he's in a he's he's in a mood. I pull out a book and just scratch out a whole page, rip it out, crumble up, throw it behind me. I didn't go exactly as I thought I was going to go. <laughs> um, so we should, Rasheen. We should book a GM notes. I'm pretty sure that Rasheen is going along for the ride, knowing her. I mean, she's into intimidating people, and you know, phrase <laughs> it like that. Sheen's a violent thug. <laughs> I mean, she'll intimidate. How somebody. is that the verbiage we go with? In all fairness, when she's around me, we influence each other very heavily. Well, also, like Rasheen's thing is menacing. Like she's just a little scary until you get to know her. It's I don't okay. Think scary. That's because we've gotten to know her, but like. Think about it. You oh. first meet her. You met the giant, right? The one that was above the, the cells. That's scary. Rasheen's nothing compared to that. No. I mean, I met her like in my living room and I offered her tea. So I feel like it was a different environment altogether. Hmm. Maybe the environment dictates how scary someone is. 
But we should really probably head to the jail cell before Marshall does something unaccountably stupid. Um, so the two of you were out in the city and following up some leads, trying to investigate the disappearance of a member of the Carpenters Guild, Jennifer Hemlock, right? Was the last yep. thing that you were doing? Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and we made some and serious progress. Did you, though? Yeah. We, we, we did therapy. <laughs> yes. That's true. I mean, you, therapy. you, well, you may not picture. have really learned anything <laughs> necessarily about uh, more about her whereabouts than the Guild of Arms was able to learn in their investigation. You did learn some about this strange Drosker cult. You live-streamed a man's trauma and then didn't even like the video. Wow, I'm horrible. Wow. We did learn that it's connected you to the live <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's actually true. You did, you did, did. It has to be connected to the Magma Network. Yeah. they use the power a lot of their that, lava That was the thing the city, that we were so. going to go investigate because there's so, so many places that that happens. But that has been mildly interrupted by the arrest of your party. So... I mean, we're not going anywhere. No <laughs> <laughs> point. We is a strong word. It's me is going places. They're going to put you in a room for that. Yeah. <laughs> so, as you two, what are you doing? Are you heading to the Hall of Oats? Yes. <laughs> Gotta go bail out my friends. The three of you, meanwhile, in this jail cell with your clothes on your back and Markov, the weaponsmith, are kind of left in the uh, kind of an offshoot on one half of the Hall of Oats. One half of it is largely serving as the city's courthouse and off to the side, a series of small individual jail cells as well as this larger holding area. Uh, as you can see across the hallway, because this kind of holding pit that you're in takes up about as much space as four cells across the way. Uh, they mostly seem to be empty, save for a single old dwarf with a pretty massive scar that starts at one side under his eye and carves up across his nose down to the other side. Like he just got beamed right, right across the face by something big, sharp, and heavy. Who is pretty heavily asleep. Probably not dead, but he doesn't really seem to have stirred at all during all of the shenanigans of you two, and especially Trishik somehow schmoozing his way into jail, which is still a question mark that I want to live with the rest of my days. I got to keep track on these two. Fair enough. I can leave whenever things get bad. But they again, can't. you are in here with Markov. Right where we want to be. So I believe uh, you were halfway through in <laughs> So <laughs> during this entire time, I'm sitting across from Markov, literally like just, just staring at him, not keeping my, not taking my eyes off him. And the cells, what are you eating? Potato. A rock. You don't have a potato. Shh. I always have potatoes. <laughs> they didn't cavity search him. <laughs> <laughs> don't think about that at all. Stop. Um, <laughs> I barely, his arm. He didn't. No, no, no. It came out of my ear. That, that's that's, right. yeah, and that's how I'm going to take it. We'll go with that. You probably had a couple stacks we'll of go with that. Yeah. So there are a pair of benches on each side of the uh, the short sides, uh, the side walls of this cell, as well as just a couple of bedrolls kind of haphazardly uh, along the backside. Um, so Markov probably would be sitting on a bench, kind of back in the corner. I'd imagine across from all three of you on the other side of this like 18 foot wide holding area. Something like that. Okay. So what do you think we should do now? 
Well, I don't see us as particularly changed anything that we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed change in the venue for the, inter the interrogation, after all. After all, dear Markov is quite forthcoming, but it didn't see... We were interrupted by the guard, but they were nice enough to put us all in the same place. I well, suppose they just better not touch me, Ox. I hope you have a proper understanding of what you've gotten yourselves into. Well, it's it rarely is, the case. It does just appear to be a jail secret. <laughs> <laughs> this... This... Emberbeard and her cultists. They're a powerful force. You promised if I... You wouldn't let harm come to me. Well, let me just stop you there. I kind of crushed the remains of the potatoes and dropped them and stand up and started approaching him. Let me tell you something. You think that Emberbeard is scary? This one is worse. So trust me. You're her kin. Not exactly, but unfortunately she shares a name with me. So, either way, best thing is to just tell us everything like you did and just stand up our way. Trust us. We're professionals. We know how to handle things. Kind of squints a little bit looking up at your face. Uh, I was a fool not to see it, honestly. The resemblance is nigh uncanny. You certainly share blood with her, but... That's unsanitary. You're not... You're not with this cult. <laughs> you're... I don't need a cult. I have... I have my arms. I have friends. That's all I ever need. I feel the less I know of these... Relationships and your doings, the safer I'll be. But oh, you're in here now. There's no such thing as safe, especially once we get to the uh, the guildmasters. Little what? What you? You can't come searching for me with no kind of plan. <laughs> <laughs> Marshall can start laughing. Bro, <laughs> ah, shit! Did you heal up the Scots dead? <laughs> Oh, yes, the plan, the plan. Oh, I always forget something. It's a certain little something. Must be all the seafood rolls. Good, really good. Very no, definitely plan. You'll see, my plan was to come along and watch these two handle this. <laughs> you have to have had some kind of an idea what you were doing. Oh, my God. You yeah. can't just... This cult. Well, I'll tell you. If they come for me, if they think I've been sharing their secrets... And their very existence is the most closely guarded secret they have. I won't survive. Cult? Let, Let me tell you about the cult that was in Cantargo. <laughs> we took it apart brick by brick. All throughout the entire countryside. They had abandoned quarries full of folk they'd taken from the, the countryside and cities themselves. The entire government had no idea they were there. We took the entire thing apart. You think this Emberbeard? She had other compatriots with their own networks. Took them down to the part, the last man. We'll do it here too. That's the plan. I don't I mean, we know nothing. Pirate ship. I don't know nothing about no Kintargo. But if you're hoping to assuage my feelings by telling me that this cult is so grandiose they've expanded out beyond even the Dwarven kingdoms, 
Afraid it does nothing to lessen my fears. I believe what my friend was tr trying to tell you is we've handled these individuals before. And from the sound of things, you do not have leniency to be withholding information. They'll be coming for you. Your best bet is let us handle them before they get to you. I don't know what more I can tell you. As I said, they wanted... They wanted someone with ties to the Anvilers Guild, but that someone who wasn't a member proper. That's not a terribly long list. If you discount all the dedicated apprentices, the younglings given their lives working under their masters to someday run the forges themselves. There's not many that are as experienced as I that haven't formally joined the guild proper. They... I've told you much all I know. There was only a few contacts I worked with. I've never even met this Emberbeard woman. Well, let's discuss your contacts then. Uh, perhaps that woman that you mentioned who is uh, so keen on you swapping these weapons out as you're saying. Ah, uh, Thea, her name was. Don't know if it's the name her mother gave her, something she's adopted. She was a human like herself and save for the hair. Honestly, not looking terribly different. Similar height, brunette, near equally well built. Her face a constant scowl. I don't know if it was born or cut that way by force, but I've nearly seen a hint of a smile from her in a few encounters I've had. She's blunt and short-tempered. She was the one who threatened me for service. And have you seen her since then? Does she keep contact other ways? Truth be told, she met me once to strike a deal. And once more, maybe five forged days after, say she was glad to see I was upholding it. I'm still bringing the weapons through to the guild myself. I'm still managing all these things. She has no hands-on part in it, but she has to be watching. Now that I'm here, if I've stopped, she's certain to know already. Hmm. Well, and, then you uh, stick close to us, then. Kashyyyk, as you're just kind of watching this, uh, do you want to make me a perception check? Sure like, thing. Give me them old dice trays. I would assume they took my goggles. You would not have your goggles, no. We should have fixed the weird zooming issue we had last episode of the dice trays, by the way. That probably shouldn't happen anymore. For a... I believe that is a 34. Uh, 34. Marshall, as you're standing by here, as Rasheen is largely talking, uh, if you want to roll me one as well. A perception check? Yeah. So, mm, that's I a... actually, before you, because I have them. You do have three hero points. I'm going to reroll a 13. Okay. Are you serious? What are you doing? Absolute mad lad. Um, I believe. Absolute mad lad. Well, Statistics a, mean nothing to a this A one man. is coming. I was debating on whether or not to reroll mine, but. I hate you. It just encourages him. Why are you like this? Uh... I keep getting away with it. Chat, I blame you. <laughs> Chat, you know stop you giving him things. Hmm? I got a 37. You can keep your hero. <laughs> because okay. it went up. Can't somehow. Keep getting away with this. I actually have uh, two more points if I can. 
<laughs> so, Tashika, as you're watching, you are. I've been skeptical of him. Unique and skeptical individual who certainly knows his way around the art of deception. <laughs> and as you're listening to him spill his story now, it seems like Markov is too. Uh, you got a bit of information out of him pretty quickly, what with the, you know, slamming him into the wall technique. But in the walk to jail and the few minutes of organization, he's clearly had some time to collect his thoughts. And he's pretty talented. Nothing about his story or what he's claiming has changed. But he's clearly taken the time to collect it and to organize it into a little too streamlined of a tale you're pretty confident that he is not being entirely truthful with Rasheen here. That's gonna hurt. Not sure if I want to interrupt him. But... At least for the moment. <laughs> Beyond that, truly, I don't know if there's much more I can give you. I don't know how big this cult is or how they operate, but if they have the resources to be pulling any kind of strings here in Kovler, and to be pulling sway over smiths within the city, have my weapons circulating through the Anvilers Guild, however they're doing it, uh, the merchants I give them to, the sales I make, they're not through the guild stores. I don't turn the weapons over to the Forge Masters in the Guild Hall. I'm not a full-fledged member. I've never joined them proper. Huh. So if they're ending up in circulation... Is... I'm stop you right there. You keep a straight face. But if I know something's not true, you can't make me believe otherwise. But why don't you be serious about it right now? There's nothing I told you is a lie. I sell my weapons. Can part, I just but... sock him in the gut? <laughs> Actually, I was about to say. What are you gonna were... get? What are they gonna do? Double arrest you? <laughs> Keep me in jail? Actually, <laughs> as you were about to say that, I was gonna grab him on the shoulder. I'm like, sir, you better listen to him. <laughs> and then go proceed. You, you grab him. Suck and, him him. <laughs> and I'll tell you, uh, the story he's telling is very nice, but he's a practiced excuse he's not telling the truth before <laughs> this mocker squid give this hero point to the character you personally consider to be the weakest or the most likely to die without stating which you are choosing raz <laughs> <laughs> whoa shots fired shots fired can you get that knife out of here <laughs> can i call out <laughs> What's that on your desk there, Colby? I just want to take a look at the notes you've got here. Oh, that's that's, that's pretty neat. That's pretty. <laughs> I appreciate the the thorough uh, note taking you. <laughs> if you ask me to give out a pity coin, it's gonna go the the guy whose character died like like within recent memory. <laughs> I promise we're all friends. After starting playing of the session. Welcome to Pathfinder. But sometimes you get crit. 
As you hit him, I get crowded a lot, a lot. And he kind of doubles over here. Well, tries to, but Marshall is sort of holding his shoulder. His feet come up. <laughs> feet come up a little bit on the. Bench. I can throw a coercion if you want, or we can just. Yeah, no, you, you, you're good. <laughs> I help him back up, and oh. like, he's not like falling over, but. Well, I mean, imagine taking a punch in the gut. Oh, oh. fine. Ah, oh. now. I'm here with you, not with them at the moment. Fine. They offered me coin. Good coin. To work with them. I just joined them for the money. Oh. I have no ties to the cult of Droskar myself. I was never much of a religious man. They pay penance to Torag as it will, but... Not at the expense of my own well-being. Oh, I'm so glad you could see things our way. Shall, uh, shall I help our friend take a nap? Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. He's just no. he's just coming around. He has so much more to tell us, after all. Oh, but in Surely. that case, I sit right next to him, put my arm around him, like, by all means, Dudlas, everything. Please. And I give him a firm squeeze. Stay is who I worked with. Here's my, my contact. I met with her in an alley in the Earthfire District. Once every half dozen forage days or so. Hmm. I was making good coin and they were sending me contacts. Contacts that wanted more and better weapons that had come through. I've failed the smithing exams more times than I can count. I'm not a full member of the Anvilers Guild for lack of trying. I can't make a weapon that can hold a rune proper. One that can really stand up to firm use. Not powerful magics. Mm, we've noticed. But I've contacts in the guild who can. And I've enough goodwill to get my hands on them. Mm. They sent me contacts through who wanted better weapons. And I sold them goods from the other smiths and the Anvilers Guild. Hammered their hammered my seals over theirs. And theirs over mine. Replacing their wares with my merchandise. Mm. Fascinating. And this was all because the cult just wanted to get their hands on some weapons. I don't know what causes they're after. They barely took a share of the profits. I was reaping near all the coin from these sales, these upgrades, Wait. these rune installments. Rushy. He didn't want the money, but I don't know what it was they're after. And that's the truth. Don't hit me. Hold on a second. Rashid, what if this part is actually the truth and it's a distraction? Can't say I can entirely follow. What I mean, you know, with all due respect, good old Markov, your your work is like uh, the crumbs in my beard. They're just there, but they're still noticeable. So what if the whole weapon thing is just a thing to send the entire city off into chaos and just start some rumors and be a distraction for whatever the real goal is? Well, it's a cult of Drosker. I don't know what it is they may want or if they have any headier schemes. You seem to be more well-versed in their dealings than I. Mm, it, but it seems circulating well, subpar weapons aren't up to the proper standards. Ripping off merchants with stolen replacements and ill-gotten coins through illicit means. Mm. It's exactly... The kind of pursuits that Droskar would smile upon. 
this could be warm something. his cold heart. Could be an act of piety then. Um, May very though, well be. I suspect it'd be the same long lines of trying to figure out what the actual cause of the crab depletion was, aside from the large serpents which showed up that we killed. Honestly, killing the serpents basically did all the job that we needed to do. We'll oh. leave it up to the physics after that. This, I feel, might be something similar. The Anvilers Guild wanted to know where they came from. We take care of it. I mean, that sounds simple. Besides, so, it's not like it'll matter. 18 more forge days and it'll all be up in ash. Oh, what? that's true. What's... Oh, Wait. don't you worry yourself about that. And at that point, I'm just going to sleeper hold. <laughs> Why? Oh, but it's, Marshall, no, 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 he's still talking. It's time for old man to take a nap. Oh. And I just, I just gently. Why are you abusing <laughs> man so much? Yeah, I just gently passing out. I'm terribly sorry, Mark. I'm outvoted. <laughs> I just gently put my. It's like, shh, shh, it's okay, it's okay. We know what we need to know. Anything for the. That's some nice bed rolls you can lay him down on, Mark. Yeah, I'm just carefully a, putting him down. As, take a nice nap, and, and, and then I even throw a blanket detail, over him. You would get a description of how the old man's eyes glaze over as he passes out from <laughs> the chokehold and everything that's been going on here. <laughs> Raz essentially just sees Resume stop in the street. Just stop and just blink a lot and kind of tilt her head to the side. We got the useful information he, and now he's sleeping. Did he kill him? No, but he's going to wake up with a horrible headache. <laughs> I sit back down on the bench next to you two, pull out two more taters out of my beard. <laughs> You want to get? You want to get food? Yeah, I'm hungry. I'm not quite so desperate for nothing but starch at the moment. Oh well. Yeah, she'll be fine. I'll be leaving in the moment. I, I uh, am. More for me. I am hungry. You guys stop to get food. No. Mr. Machine, Mr. Marshall, Mr. Trishik aren't going anywhere. Oh, I mean, Mr. you. Trishik, but. You have a point. I guess we'll stop and get some seafood rolls on our way to. The <laughs> So do you think a detour into town to get some food? Is you in no hurry to pick your friends up from jail? Because it kind of seems like maybe they should be there. Yeah, that, I'm like, you know what? Maybe they need a timeout. Maybe they'll learn something. Go to maybe the corner. What is we learned a lot of useful things from the now unconscious man. <laughs> this episode has been brought to you by as Hypoxia. You, as you take a detour for a few minutes to get some nice lunch, uh, and you three have a moment to discuss... Well, you're able to learn from Markov here in the cell. The door into this wing of the Hall of Oats is going to open about 10 minutes or so later. And coming in with a uh, set of three manacles on short chains of thick iron, only about four lengths long, draped over one arm, is the sergeant of the Guild of Arms that you've met several times before, <laughs> Sergeant Stonehill. Seems the Guild of Arms has been contacted, and the sergeant is here. Oh, hey, Sarge. And he looks into the cell, the three of you. <laughs> Spectacular to see you again. Do not worry, I simply checked myself in to keep track of them. It's not like we were going What anymore. happened? Well, I'm gonna point at Markle. <laughs> well, we finished up the investigation for the guild of for the uh, for the guild of arms, and we've moved on to the Anvilers Guild. Uh, this is simply part of the process, I'm sure. Oh, I figured you know it was taking a little too long to get results, so I hurried it up, and unfortunately, uh, it ended us. Yeah. So oh, I got. Marshall, the, I think you did spectacularly. I got well. the basics of the story from the page that came up from the Oaths Hall for the Guild of Arms, claiming that 
Well, I mean... Uh, truth be told, I did kind of expect to find the three of you. <laughs> but... What are you done? I didn't kill anyone. I just got some information from this now passed out uh, gentleman in the corner. It might have been easier to untangle if you had the truth told. From what I hear in broad light of day in the middle of the Earth Fire District, you kicked in a smith's door, breaking an entrance for all three of you. Now the guards report and what the pages told me is that you assaulted a man. So we've got breaking and entering, we've got assault, we've got battery. He's a weapon smith by all the gods. So that's three counts of heresy apiece. If uh, the Guild of Faith is looking to pursue it. Uh, and in all fairness, it was me mostly doing the breaking, assaulting, and entering. They were just here. Moreover, sir, uh, certainly uh, your laws have some allowance for uh, those who've been deputized to conduct investigations. I'm not privy to the specifics of what it is the group of you have been up to, but after well, damn near every time we seem to have crossed paths perhaps thank Torag, that may very well be for the best but it's not my place to untangle this or deal with whatever mess you've gotten yourselves into that's gonna be the commander's problem and Bronzebeard can handle that as he will. That said, you seem to have gotten yourself arrested on some fairly high-end violent counts currently being levied against you, so unfortunately a bit of protocol is mandated. Oh, I do know how you all like your protocols. And he takes a key. I would like to point belt. out, there are no charges towards me. I volunteered to come in with them, separately. He opens the door a bit and just lays the three sets of manacles down inside. Look, I know you lot are doing something for the greater good of the city, and I'm going to trust the commander's judgment that that still holds through. So I'll do you the dignity not forcing these on you myself. If you can put each of you can put these on or deal with each other, I'll go get the other parts. I kind of struggle to put mine on because uh, dwarfs I'm a big bone dwarf. You're a chunky lad. Fortunately, they are like dwarven, so if anything, you would have to, like, Trashik would have to cinch these to a point where they're like almost butterflied through across each other to get them down onto like little <laughs> lizard wrists, which I imagine are not terribly big. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I haven't looked at a ton of Aruxi art, but like lizard arms are not very large. No. You got those big lizard claw hands, though, right? It's not like it has to go over that, like yeah. clasp behind it. Yeah. Maybe he has like big swole lizard hands because he, yeah. you know, he picked Aruxi's locks. kind of built, so. You got to work them hands. And what they have, uh, there's no key handed to you any, any, or anything to lock them. What they have is actually a surprisingly kind of a uh, fairly advanced set of manacles. Like they have the ratcheting mechanism like, like modern handcuffs would, but they are much larger and thicker of a fairly rough wrought iron across them that for fairer skins than dwarves may be relatively uncomfortable on the fragile human flesh. <laughs> it's kind of like high-grit sandpaper. It's terrible, look at this. But he comes back in, assuming the three of you are I, not I going to on. be belligerent. I struggle, because again, they, Marshall Thick. They give you a decent amount of room. Your uh, wrists are not like shackled together. You have enough chain to maybe put your wrists out to about the width of your shoulders. What was the material again? Like an iron, you it said? It is, it's wrought iron, yeah. 
You realize I could probably just flex and break a break. I don't <laughs> quite possible, I, but I, I don't I'm gonna break these cuffs. I don't think manacles have a listed break DC. Iron does. I'm, I'm sure. pretty sure they do under the actual manacles. But he comes back in uh, with his arms full of what look to be interesting iron sculptures. They look almost like busts of a dwarven guard uh, of wearing a helmet of an old fashion uh, with a massive squared face guard with little more than a row of three slits across the mouth and two slightly uh, uh, even narrower still ones uh, for the eyes. The They look like carved iron statues. I guess not bust because it is just... Well, actually would have the top of the shoulders realistically. But they have a seam running down the front of the thing itself, as well as a latch and a lock at the bottom where the shoulders join at the base of the neck. And he's kind of got three of these and he's a bit struggling to hold them. So... Is that even going to fit on me? Truth be told, I'm not entirely positive. I don't think we've ever tried to put one on a lizard folk like ourselves before. But... With what we know about your group and... Well... I'd assume we'd rather be out of here quicker rather than later. And if we're to petition the Guild of Spells to get one of their high mages down here to assess you proper, you might be here for some days. This is the wizard's silence. Don't know who or what he is magic powers, but we're going to have to put these on all three of you. Wizards? Oh, I see what you're... You're so... Look how bashful you're being about it. Look, I know the situation... <laughs> Probably doesn't really feel like it merits it, but... I'm gonna take you up to the Guild of Arms Hall. We have to, as I said, go through a protocol. Let me just say that nothing warms my heart quite so much like seeing a lawman realizing how absolutely ridiculous his job can get. I'll take it as a sign of respect, if nothing else. Uh, there's enough concern with whatever powers the three of you may have that... The city of Kovler sees it necessary to take precautions to prevent you from slinging balls of fire all willy-nilly if the fancy should so take you. I mean, that would be me. <laughs> they don't know that. lizard wore a gimp mask. Would he put it... <laughs> <laughs> so just wear it over top of his head. It's just a muzzle for you. Yeah. I just kind of <laughs> look at the Sarge and I'm like, in, in all fairness, look at me. Do I look like I can cast any spells? Truth be told... I've seen folk I'd estimated less with pretty potent abilities. If there's one thing I learned from the Guild of Spells, any meetings with the mages I've been forced to sit through, it's never to make assumptions like that. Oh, hold on. I think I cast this spell just now. He, he might need to make a fortitude save. <laughs> <laughs> so he puts him, kind of dumps him down on the ground with a rattling, uh, banging of iron like someone dropped an entire cabinet of cast iron pots on the floor. <laughs> And quickly unlocks and slides the door back open again. Before motioning, whoever wants to come over first. For him to unlatch it, this thing folds open up on a hinge. Oh, I know how I can wear it. You get to look like this. No, <laughs> put it like forward over my face. Because I have a long face rather than a, a normal head. That's so he's just going to yeah, be coming out like forward. a muzzle. Yeah, yeah muzzle, yeah. Exactly. You have to kind of hold the shoulder because it has like the iron shoulder to kind of hold it yeah. up. Or it's going to be very heavy weighing on your head, and it's probably not going to feel good or be very good for your neck. Well, the point is, I can wear it, technically. But the thing is relatively hefty. 
it is probably 10 to 12 pounds of solid iron, and it's relatively That thick. is really heavy. Well, it's got the right? shoulder brace. So at least it's so not, it's not, on your skull. Yeah, not all of that yeah. weight is sitting on the top of your skull. That, that and you realize the point you. of the shoulders is to distribute the weight, yeah. not so much out of any other necessity. But as he seals this on each of you, uh, you realize that the slits in the front of the mask, where the eyes are, are not anything on the inside, and you are basically completely blind. Uh, the three mouth slots obviously are actually open, so you don't suffocate and die <laughs> in idiot iron jail. Uh, but you have, like, you can kind of see the glow of a little bit of light down beneath your nose, and it's not really enough space for your breath to flow pretty freely, so it would very quickly become quite warm, probably moist and unpleasant from your own breath. You can't really hear anything once it's on, other than the clanging of the thing itself, as it doesn't seal completely. So it's uh, the, the lock on the front jostles, the mm. noise echoed and amplified tenfold by the thing that's secured around your head. You are functionally blinded and deafened while you have this on. Yeah. Blinded, deafened, and restrained with manacles is their attempt to arrest wizards or move wizards to somewhere else and not have them just turn all of the guards into skeletons because the kill of arms that's going to make undoing all these locks slightly inconvenient it is going to make it really relatively difficult when you can't see it but this is just for transport so like you're not going to have it on long yeah. term so but, were you planning on banging me into all the walls on the way there or or am i supposed to just walk into them myself well, i get you. quite turned around you can moment. you can hear his voice still almost very muffled kind of echoing it's actually difficult to tell what direction it's even coming from from outside we have a cart to transport you, no worry. We're not going to be walking you halfway through the city, parading you through the streets dressed up like this. This almost makes me glad I'm dressed incognito. <laughs> so, as they are getting fitted for their fancy new helmets, two of you with your nice lunch, uh, <laughs> would, the chief on top of it. would arrive to the Hall of Oats. Uh, Trishik, what have you told them about your goings-on here? Well, they've given us some lovely attire to wear. Um, honestly, right up Resume's alley. I feel like she would really enjoy some of the fashion sense of the... Because uh... really old, their gloves now. Yeah, yeah. It would uh, it'd suit them very nicely. It'd be some nice uh, bracelets. Do you know where they're taking you? Currently, they're taking us to meet the, I believe, head of... Ah, uh, I'll meet you there. Come on, Raz. To be honest, it's not exactly uh, not been paying much attention after mask put on the face. <laughs> a, a, a what? Yeah, part of the attire is like a ball mask for you. A ball mask? What? What? What are you on? Have you been like? Uh, currently, at, at in that the, point, I'm on the bench. Resume, as you were quite heading into the Hall of Oats here. You would actually see coming out from the uh, front door, not to the courthouse and the holding area around where you would be going, but from the front to the main offices where uh, Forge Master Thunderflare had taken you previously. You would see High Physic Bowman coming out. Uh, And as she comes out with uh, one retainer with her, uh, she sees you and Raz. You are incredibly visible, the human rat man, who is eating a delicious burrito fish of fish and mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, almost got a double take to see you there. A little, a little look of surprise on her face. She would uh, 
raise a hand and motion to a retainer and come towards your direction. Hi, Physic. Good day. Oh, and to you as well. Fortunate time in here. I've interest in news that I believe may be of some value to you. Though, truth be told, I'm not in entirely positive how you really merit your, your own investigations. Some, several of the Physics Guild have been out in the Blue Crab Lake to investigate the area that you told us about, that you'd slain those massive beasts. Fortunately, they returned perfectly safely. Had an escort to the Guild of Arms boys on the ship, just to be sure. But they found something rather interesting in the water, and they brought it back for testing. Traces of a... what seemed to be a, a manufactured poison of some kind. Hmm. Maybe, uh some sort of uh, byproduct of smelting? It didn't... It didn't really seem like it. Uh, it seemed more to be some kind of a psychotropic agent, a uh, hallucinogenic al alchemical concoction, perhaps. Uh, it traces of something that if it's still concentrated enough in the waters there to be detectable, must have been quite potent and applied and some sizable amount as well. To the whole of the lake? No. Nothing so severe. Of course, it will diffuse. But the, the readings were, were just barely of a concentration enough that could be detected at that blue crab spawning ground where you, found, you said you'd found the serpents. Uh, you go a few dozen yards out from that it's dropped to zero or near zero, undetectable. So, so just in that area. That means that the crabs are targeted? I don't know. Hmm. Um, this is something we've just gone to file our readings here. It's actually what I was just doing in my offices here in the Hall of Oaths. Could I... Do you have a sample of it? Uh, not with me. Uh, but the reports had been sent off to both the Guild of Arms and the Guild of Spells. Uh, well, for them to try to determine something of sorts of it. Uh, heading... But I do back at the Guild Hall, perhaps. We're, we're heading toward the Guild of Arms at any rate. Um, perhaps we can look at the report. I can have a page find you with the information. Uh, we dissected it well enough in our own labs. We've analyzed it as well as, as well as we can. We've got a sort of dissective report uh, of the various toxins and the various chemicals involved. Uh, I can have a page find you within the city as long as we're here. Do you know why they would choose such a specific agent? There's certainly better ways to go about poisoning crabs, a more direct way. I don't know. Uh, blue crab biology is not something I've personally studied to a terribly high degree, so I don't know if they react to it differently than a man or a dwarf would. Uh, it may be far more lethal to them. It may be something they just had on hand, but I can't imagine what anyone within Kovdor would have to gain poison in the food supply. Maybe they the whole city relies on that. Maybe they're testing it on the blue crabs to see how much damage they could do before they hit something else with it. But why would they want to make blue crabs hallucinate? Don't know. Who anyway, they tell? Tell me, tell me where it is you're, uh, you're staying, and I'll get a toxin report sent down when I can. Oh, uh, we're actually heading over to the Guild of Arms, but we're staying at the, uh... The Gold Sky Inn. The Gold Sky Inn, and... And High Physica agrees, gets the information... And I'll have that sent down so that you'll have it whenever uh, she can get a, she can get another copy and a page down to you. And uh, with that, as she bids you farewell and heads back to her own business for the day, you would in fact see a man, a woman, and a lizard 
who looks suspiciously like the rest of your party, uh, coming out of the back of the Hall of Odes, around the other side of the building in the distance, with some massive iron creation atop their heads, looking half golem. Hey, Mr. Persway, we found them. Kind of whistling and uh, the acoustics if you're if you if you try to come back towards them uh you would see sergeant stonehill escorting them uh to a fairly large covered cart that you don't really see used much within cobbler there's not really a whole lot of person transportation that happens the city is small enough to be walkable and the streets are generally pretty preoccupied with carts moving goods and metals and ores uh, so it will be one of the only ones that you've really seen, save for merchant traders' caravans coming in from the roads leading out west, deeper into the mountains themselves. Never go further than the traveler's, uh, traveler's quarter. Uh, but there would be several other guards around. You know, the bored guard effect. Not a huge amount of crime in Kovler. So they just kind of congregate because a thing is happening. And they would, uh, if you as you were approaching, have that back area of the road that entire section behind the hall of wharfs oh it's largely cordoned off i uh, take it my friends are being transported to the guild of arms uh, sorry miss privacy matters not really allowed to discuss the specifics of goings on it, that'd be close enough for me to hear probably I mean, not weird. she's like 20 feet away and you have the helmet on it's on my face the <laughs> ears are back here Maybe a perception check. <laughs> Lizard who can't wear a helmet correctly. Uh, 20, 28. 28, probably not. It's whistling right next to you, so. Yeah, and, and like, through the, like echo with all the goings on, you're out in the city now, so with all the goings on of the city around you, it's the middle of the day. You definitely would not be able to distinguish Resume's voice through the helmet. From that, from Did Markov get taken too? Uh, Markov would not. No, he's taking you to the Guild of Arms because you're working for Commander Brunsbeard. Markov's not. Markov right. is not. Markov's taking Markov's a peaceful nap in the back of his holding crime. cell. He's serving jail time. <laughs> he's, uh, he's taking a nap. What are you talking about? That's yeah, all right, nap. Sergeant. I'll... Well, that's not the Sergeant. It's the random guard. The Sergeant's back here dealing with it. This is a guard at the perimeter who probably realistically has no actual idea what's going on himself. Uh, tell the Sergeant that uh, Raz and I will meet them uh, at the Guild of Arms uh, to speak with uh, Captain Bronzebeard. Uh, if you wish to make any inquiry, inquiries or send any messages or leave or anything, you can head into the, the courthouse yourself to the door right around the side. No, One I assure you, I'll make my message heard regardless. Uh, come along, Raz. I will beat them there. Scamper off and try to get in. Oh, they're not going to stop a rat they're that's running through the rat. street. <laughs> he scampers in, you feel a little a little scampering up your leg and arm. <laughs> Is this serious now? You hear a little squeak and a little tug. And as you feel it wrap your leg, you feel like uh, a pretty thick gloved hand slapping at your leg and the guard. Sorry, sorry. Don't now, now, don't take advantage of a guard while she's blindfolded. No, there was some vermin here. I thought so much better of the guards of Kovlar. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Torek blame me for trying to help. But the three of you <laughs> would get... <laughs> stepped up with some difficulty into the back of this it's a much smaller it's not like your 
old pilgrims heading out to the west covered wagon. It's a much smaller affair than that, but something similar in kind. Uh, much more squared, about as wide as it is deep, and with a uh, sheet of metal reinforced wood, almost like a tin roof across the top of it, in lieu of like a cloth tarp or more traditional kind of covering. Uh, there's not really any rain they have to ward off here, nor sun, so it's just kind of like a privacy shutter. Again, they're not marching you through the streets here with the shame bell. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll whisper to Sev to go and follow them closely. He can also easily do that, even if the guards wanted to stop a bird. don't know they really have the capability. Uh, but you would see... <laughs> Sergeant Stonehill with a fairly large draft animal, much akin to an oxen, probably pretty much would just be a stout, smaller uh, dwarven breed of oxen. It's more accustomed to these caverns and these undergrounds uh, that would start pulling this wagon. Most of the guards staying behind in the hall of oats. They would draw some interest from the general citizens of Kovler around the area, but perhaps a large cultural difference. The dwarves of the city of Kavler and the kingdoms of the Five Kings Mountains are much less of rubberneckers. They have things to do. They're much more perhaps duty-focused, much less inclined to general gossip and banter outside of the bar. And they only so have 20 hours to get their work. They only have 20 hours in a day to do their business. Mm -hmm. So they would certainly get some attention, some people stopping, obviously because the guards are cordoning off the area for a moment or stopping just to look, but it wouldn't amass a crowd or anything like a similar event may in a city on the surface. Uh, so we'll make our way pretty quickly to the Guild of Arms. I mean, you can just follow the wagon, I guess. No, I'm not like, going you know. anywhere near the wagon. I don't want to be associated with those miscreants. Okay. <laughs> you got a point. <laughs> so you... Head up to the Guild of Arms as you see uh, Sergeant Stonehill and what would end up being him and just one other guard that are actually leading the wagon itself west through town. The two of you head to the Guild of Arms yourselves. Uh, knock on the front door. Welcomed inside, of course. They recognize the rat and the lady at this point. The rat and the elf. There's not a lot of either of those down here. You are an incredibly distinctive party. Yes, we are. Uh, just, just a wee bit. But as you were letting inside... One of the guildsmen inside would greet you. Hi, uh, welcome back. Uh, if you're hoping for the commander, I'm afraid he's busy much of the day. He's tending to some business with the guild of spells, arranging things uh, for a proper full inspection of the wall of ancients of the north end of the city. Yes, <laughs> but I'm afraid that my friends may have been a little overzealous uh, in their questioning of. Uh, one of the suspects uh, for an investigation we were on uh, for uh, the Anvillers Guild. Yes. Uh, They're on the way here now. They uh, didn't believe that they were actually deputized to investigate, and so they arrested them. What? <laughs> well, I'm not going to pry any further into that one, that's certain. But I, I'm afraid there's not much I can do about it here, really. Well, I imagine it'll take them to the Hall of Holtz. No, no, no. They're bringing them here. From the Hall of Holtz. Right now. I would they bring them here. Because they rightly told the guards that they were working for the council and they had no business releasing them because it's way above their pay grade. And so they're bringing them here. Shackled. A in a wagon. With helmets on them. 
to prevent them from practicing magic, presumably. Well, I, yeah, I, I understand. I'm, I'm familiar with the, the helmet and the, the wizard silence, they call it. But, well, that's a strange... I mean, I suppose that's a way they could do it. Uh, truth be told, the Council of Regents putting so much faith in the group of you is kind of a strange departure for the city in general. I suppose we're all just working with things as we can. And, and that's fine. I just came here to make sure that uh, my friends were well taken care of and released properly. Well, but... I, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to pry, but I'm afraid I, I still don't fully understand. If they were aware that you were working for the Guild of Arms to the point where they'd bring it here, why wouldn't they simply release them? I don't think they wanted to get in trouble. When you get to a certain level of bureaucracy, you tend to not be very risk-taking. All right, but if they agreed, at the very minimum, if they were aware you were working with the Guild of Arms, if they had investigated that and determined that that was uh, the case, and or at least wish to pursue it further, the good folks down at the Hall of Oaths would have called for the commander, or in his absence, the sergeant at arms to head down and see the situation. Wasn't the sergeant there? No, the sergeant's out with the commander today. To kill the spells. No, the sergeant was actually there, rounding up our friends to take them here. Oh, you may have seen someone else, I'm afraid, but the sergeant's been with the commander all day. What? He's meeting with the arch archmage. Okay. Uh, so, uh, at that point, um, Trishik. Trishik. I've already been working on the manacles for a while now. <laughs> it's a trap. Get so, out of there. It's not really the sergeant. The things leading up to you hearing this. As the three of you sit in this wagon and you can hear the wheels roll on stone, echoing terribly around inside your helmet. Both the vibrations and the, the gentle bouncing of the wagon causing this noise to really block out anything else you could really process save for the heat of your own breath. It is just a phenomenally uncomfortable situation. The wagon would grind to a halt before too long, and you still can't see where you're going or anything. You hear the voice of the sergeant once more, as he and another guard helped you back down out of the back of the wagon. And through a doorway, as I would have to help navigate you, some degree to get you into a stout dwarven door. Um, probably for you two, it must be even Marshall, really. A hand on your shoulder, on the head, a little pressure just because they're worried about you bonking your head on a dwarven door frame that you can't see. You would feel your footfalls transition to smooth stone. Uh, what little light that you could see coming in through the breathing holes in the front of the wizard silence you're each wearing would disappear as you cross the threshold of this door into complete darkness. Which is not entirely unheard of because many dwarven buildings that are not like tourist public facing, they don't have lights inside. They don't need them. <laughs> Dwarves have dark vision. So that in and of itself, while not entirely suspicious, just kind of adds to the general air of discomfort that at least you two are definitely experiencing it here. <laughs> Marshall's got a fantastic view of the inside of his helmet with his own dark vision. <laughs> But Looks as like you were <laughs> led inside, you can hear a couple of dwarven voices uh, exchanging some words in kind of low tones that you can't make out. 
through your helmets. Can I make out what they're saying? No, it's not because of like volume or anything. It's because they're not speaking terribly loudly and you have the helmets on. Darn. Uh, before you are led a bit further in and then can feel gloved hands much more thoroughly patting you down. And at that point, Trishik, if you are trying to hide anything, <clears throat> I'm going to need you to make me a so stealth I check. automatically get a 15 plus my uh, stealth check to conceal the skeleton key. And I suppose I would actively have to attempt to hide. You have a couple of concealed sheets. The rock is, person, in the, right? is in one of them, and the skeleton key would be in the other automatically being. Those aren't automatically. You get a plus one to your stealth check to hide those. Oh, no. Expert smuggler. Uh, exactly right, because the expert smuggler gives you one, and the sheath gives you a plus one to try and hide the eye of the wise, which currently just looks like a gemstone. Yeah. Probably just looks like a sapphire or something. Right. It's so make me my lucky rock. a stealth check here. Well, I happen to be pretty decent at those. <laughs> uh, that I might as well have used assurance, I guess. Um, you have a, oh yeah, you have assurance. Well, you have to add your decks to it this time. Yeah, that's so true. That's a thirty-three. Uh, so with a thirty-three, to hide a, a gemstone. Right, as they are searching you down. Uh, while this is not a cavity search or anything, this is much more thorough. When you were brought into the holding cell, it was pretty much, hey, give us all your stuff. I mean, they could kind of see what's on you. They made no real attempt to find your concealed 34. sheets. Yeah, they, they sheet. didn't really do anything direct. That or not. They like may have, like, what's in your pocket? Give me whatever you got in your pockets. But, like, they probably wouldn't have even checked. They'd just been like, you got anything in your pockets? All right, cool, thanks. This is a pretty thorough inspection. Uh, they do not manage to find your skeleton key or the eye of the wise that you managed to conceal within uh, your own sleeves or vest. You're, you're pretty good at this. And even though they're quite thorough... Scales, it's hard to feel sometimes. You can, like, move it from hand to hand. They search this arm, and you move it to the other hand, and they search <laughs> that the arm. Smuggler. There you go. You go, you strip me, and I just toss it up in the air like, yeah, no. Uh, it's, uh, it over it's, oh. <laughs> it's a game of stretch, strip search leather, ledger domain. But after that, uh, you're all pushed forward and then led around a bit of a corner. Uh, feeling yourselves led through another small doorway with a pretty sturdy frame. Uh, after that, out loud, audibly, you hear the sergeant's voice. All right, turn around and face me so I can get this stuff off of you. Yes, yes, much nice of you, Sergeant. To which you hear uh, a key kind of fumbling, a click at your wrists, while another hand is still holding one of your wrists in place. They take the manacles off and take off the wizard's silence. And as it comes off, nothing about your sight changes. So it's dark. It is completely dark. What do I see? Same with Rashik. You would... Uh, get a brief glimpse, you would get to see the area as the cell doors slam in front of you. Uh, feeling around Trishik and Roshin, you can each tell Solas. <laughs> you immediately cast <clears throat> the spell. Put light on yourself and illuminate the dwarf 
And uh, you can switch it over now here. Give me the, the stuff. What is Severin seeing? Uh, Severin would not be able to get inside the building, but Severin would easily have been able to see the building they went to. That's um, what... Which is... Whoop. Mataz is still... Which is... Yes. An, uh, an old warehouse up in the barricade district. So the wagon would have looked like it was going to the Guild of the Arms for much of its journey as he was following it, but it would have stopped short uh, around the middle of the barricade district before leading them into, again, a shuttered and abandoned warehouse. So it looks like it's run down and hasn't been used in years. Uh, as the area is revealed here, and as Rasheen immediately just cast her light spell, and the sergeant <clears throat> kind of winces a bit. I suppose it's a damn good thing to put the helmets on you then. Oh, yes, I might have cast a light spell inside that wagon. Would have been terrible. And you can reveal, Marshall, because there's light here. The three of you can see that you are in a much... You just right-click them. And it's the hooded thing at the top right. You can see that you are in a much smaller, but visibly much more secure prison. Uh, you're in a small area... Each of your cells, which you've been led into individually, which you had no real way of knowing as you're being led around completely blind, is maybe five feet wide and ten feet deep, with nothing but a single squat bedroll and a bucket in each. Uh, the whole area has three cells, the hallway you would presume be led into, and then two more cells on the other side, one of which is vacant, the one nearest you across the hall, which would be uh, across the, the ten-foot hall from Marshall, would be occupied uh, by a dwarf, kind of sat, curled up, knees to chest, in a level of disheveled that it's not even immediately apparent if it's a man or a woman. Mm. Mm. The only two exits to the area seem to be the hallway leading around to the right, past the back of the cells, again, he presumably came through, and a door across from that that may lead deeper into the facility. This is not the Guild of Arms Hall. Sergeant, I feel we may have made a wrong turn. Oi. Thought they may have. What are you trying to pull? Look, I'll be the first to admit that I'm not entirely positive what's going on in Kovler. But one thing's for sure. At the moment, the Council of Regents can't be trusted. Commander Bronzebeard has been compromised. I don't know the specifics of what you lot have been up to, but I know it's not for the good of the city. Whatever work you've been doing to undermine us and the good people of Kovler stops here. Oh, it's a coup. No such thing. Preventing one, lass. You'll be fed. They'll be kept alive. They won't let you die rotten here. The mountain heart's got too good of a heart of his own to allow for that to happen. But I'm afraid this is their home for the foreseeable future. Make yourselves comfortable as you can. But your work ends here. <laughs> That's adorable. Huh. It's fascinating. So the mountain heart is actually the one who's seizing power from the rest of the anvil. And uh, the as the you're saying this out loud, the sergeant motions to uh, the other guard who heads back to the hallway as the sergeant comes around uh, and raises a hand to someone down the hall. Oi! 
Bring their goods and they're here this way. We'll store them on the back. Don't need any trail leading, this, leading to this place. Not until the Guild of Arms has been secured. And uh, a couple of dwarves would come back. It would take them several loads. You would see them bring by your bags of holding, your weapons, your armor, and everything, and take them back through the door in front of you to somewhere deeper into this facility where it's left. Uh, this whole process would take them a few minutes before you have this light over the area and uh, Sergeant Stonehill comes back again and puts his hand together and bows his head a bit. Again, you believe what you will. It's possible you have been misled by the commander like so many others, but it does me no pleasure to have to do this to you. But I'm not putting the good of a group of outsiders, even if they're doing what they think is best, a good my, again, above my city and its people. I'm going to perception check to see if he's lying or if he genuinely thinks he's doing the right thing. Okay. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> Natural 20 for a 41. <laughs> there it is. You get the feeling... He's not... He Well, Markov was pretty trained in the art of deception. Sergeant Stonehill was not. He is a soldier. Who is, uh... It's a bit of 50-50. He does... Definitely seem to have some remorse. And you're not positive if it's because... He knows what he's doing is wrong. Or he's just truly not happy about doing it. But he does seem to believe most of what he's saying. The only thing he's really playing up is how much he really cares about your plight. He doesn't give a crap. He threw your stuck back here. Oh, well, if you really feel about that way with us, why don't you come in here and have a conversation with me? You know, dwarf to dwarf. He turns and walks off. You hear the squeak. I, I just kind of look down the hallway, <laughs> wait for him to leave. You can't really look down the hallway. The bars are kind of too close together for you to get your giant dwarven noggin through them. But but I mean, you are in the cell that's on the you, end. You know what I mean. I'm so just you can see like, a little bit. Yeah. And you hear as he gets down the corner, you can hear him conversing with at least two other guards. Uh, not very far away. Uh, you can't hear his voice because it's going around the corner kind of off in the distance. But you can hear the guards replying briefly. Okay. All right, we can get the supplies. Not a problem. Okay. Look, we've held. I, I understand your concern, but they got nothing. I don't think they're, they're not going to be able to get... What do you think they're going to do? Break out of a steel prison? They're not going anywhere, Sergeant, but Probably. we'll keep a watch. Hi. <laughs> Hi, you as well. Uh, door open, <laughs> and Severin, having would be easily able to direct you two over here. You two, what would you do? Um. Oh, so this would be about the time I hear that's probably not the sergeant, and uh, I'd reply back, "No, it is. He just happens to think he is." Yeah, you would get that's not the. This is about when they're in the Guild of Arms. You would get that's not the sergeant about as he's leaving. Yeah. So it, it is the. Uh, the sergeant he just happens to be on the wrong side of the law he has moved us to a different location we'll be out momentarily uh severin knows where you are too and um, and, um if you Matt has a... given me a lot of a lot of mixed feelings from inside uh 
<laughs> if you hear explosions, perhaps see a lot of blood in the streets, just know it is not ours. Uh, would I have gotten the stuff about uh, Mountain Heart since he was sharing? Uh, I mean, if he would have told you, it's yeah, just like I, I've been told you. the whole time. I've been given a play-by-play, -play, including the putting on the mask. The we're riding around yeah. in the cart. I'm droning on and on. It's kind of repeating what the sergeant was saying to yeah. you. Purposely making sure everything gets translated because I know I'm basically a, a camera for her because she's not here. Um, because it's telepathy. I can show pictures. That's true, actually. You can, and once the area is lit up with Machine's light spell, you could actually show her the inside of the prison that you're in. All right, we're going to split up. You need to go to the head of the Anvilers Guild and tell her that this place is about to be attacked. There's a coup, and Stoneheart's leading it. Coup, Stoneheart's leading it, and friends been kidnapped. Got it. Um, You need to take me to the commander now. The sergeant, uh, the sergeant is betraying you. He's planning a coup, and this place is about to be ambushed. Now, I, she'll I, bark at him. I got my own business to attend to. I'm sorry. And they're at the Guild of Spellers if you wish to go meet with them, but or if they haven't already headed out to the Wall of Ancients. But the definition of not my job. No, that ain't me. No, um, it doesn't matter who's paying. I'm a I'm a clerk. Dimension a door to the uh, Guild of Spells. <laughs> Raz just rolls up a six. I really gotta give me that spell. He just so, <laughs> oh. Are you doing Dimension Door into the Guild of Spells or outside of it? Right outside. Okay, so all right, good. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. boing. You know, it's like you're about to be a bird bouncing off a windshield if you're trying to dimension door into the archmage's I'm, guild. I'm not that dumb. But, okay, you dimension door immediately outside, which would be largely back towards the Hall of Oaths. Almost all the guilds, uh, guild halls are up in this administrative district of Cobbler. Are uh, you saying oaths or? Oats. Oats. No, okay. it's not that. Why oats. would it be the Hall of Oats? They were eating, and you were saying the Hall of Oats. This is not That's where the horses I... come to eat. Two Utes. I wasn't sure because they're dwarves. It's the uh, it's not the commerce district. Sense. It's where their banks, the Hall of Oats, the Regents Hall, and most, almost all the guild halls are. The only exceptions being the Guild of Arms, uh, which is obviously up at the barricade. The Anvilers Guild, which is in Earthfire, and the Gamblers Guild, which is down the Travelers Quarter. The other seven are all also in the Commerce District, all fairly close to each other. It's it's basically the administrative district of the town. You appear outside the Guild of Spells, and Raz takes off running to wherever Raz is going. Where is Raz going? To the Anvilers Guild. Go to the Anvilers Guild. I need the decks of many spells so I can figure out what Nock does. Here you go, my good friend. Take these Pathfinder Arcane Spell Cards, which are a fantastic resource to quickly reference the ability of your spells. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. What you're trying to say is knock, knock, open up the I door. It's real. That. I was just thinking I'll that. The coral book, you know, why that, we're but... married. <laughs> uh, I figure I'll need the card because it's a thing that I'll be able to use consistently. That, so, that also makes sense, yeah. Right then, so here we are, and I seem to have a stowaway. <laughs> Man, you're Matez. I just turned around like sort of there in the cell you with got, you. Uh, you got some uh, royalty uh, sitting on your head there. Yes, yes, at best. I just Trishik, we're coming. Sit tight. Jumps or onto not. his shoulder. He I squeaks. He reaches breaking. into his mouth and pulls out a little piece of cheese. 
Oh, that's that's going yeah. to be a very tiny piece of cheese. Oh, so, so, thank you. I'll, I'll save it for later. <laughs> well, you look you very what, satisfied. Well, tell you what, Matthias. We're not about to be late, sitting around here. We have uh, we have a coup to stop and or encourage. I'm not entirely sure, but I do know which side we're on. What do you all say that we see if Matthias sees the coast is clear? And once it is, we go and get out of here. Uh, I was just about to say the same thing. I'm just kind of tugging on the bar to see and how strong the You hear a feel. voice uh, coming from the dwarf in the other cell. And as she speaks, it's it's clearly female. They're pretty well with their guard shifts. It's The coast will never be clear. Four of them in the building at all times, constantly rotating with more outside. There's no getting out of here. Well, well that just sounds like someone who's given up. I'm just going to go on ahead and open. You can make it sound like I'm simply pessimistic, but a good reason. Even if you could get through the doors, what are you going to do? Fight all of them? With no I mean, arms or weapon? The plan, yes, actually. I mean, have you not seen the size of me? <laughs> Mataz, could you go ahead and see if you couldn't find yourselves a key, find us a key, or at least see if we can find the right way? We know which way they went with our stuff. That makes it a lot easier to break out. What's you in for, by the way? Much the same as you, I imagine. Ah, uh, political prisoner, then. Truth be told, I... Well, I... I found the place myself. Didn't expect the resistance to be as high as it was, or to be quite as aggressive. You just, you just stumbled on it? Well, no, I found it. I was working for the Guild of Arms. Investigating all this very thing, but I found this bed, and it was far more well staffed than I had anticipated. Ah, uh, yes, an agent overhead. So, uh, should we give her a hand too, or the? Uh, I suppose the commander would appreciate it. But Look, well. they, make no mistake, the mountain heart's only keeping us here because he's not quite willing to go to outright execution for whatever aims he's after yet. But if we force his hand, he will. I have no doubt those guards outside will take us down without a moment's hesitation. Mm. Yes, and if you give me a moment, I could simply have all of these cells open. And then what? We get our stuff. Our friends come from outside. Uh, the one that friend is very apt at casting fireball. And uh, <laughs> we make a big scene and take care of problems. Not to mention we haven't exactly looked like it, but we are technically deputized by the council to go and solve problems that are dangerous to the city of Kovlar. Aye, and I was working in the employee command of the Bronzebeard himself. I don't believe a single man or woman beneath him knew of my tasks, but that doesn't help me any. Right, but what I'm saying is that should he come to blows with the guards, we could put him down with a clear conscience. It's Just not your conscience that... I'm doubting, but your arm. Even... I saw uh, some of what they brought by. You have weapons and armor back there, perhaps, but... Maybe well outnumbered. Oh, you should see the results of our fishing expedition, lass. Ha ha ha! Ah, the smell is still in me armor. <laughs> Besides, what are you hoping you can pick a door open with nothing but your fingers? And I'm just going to, out from in my sleeve, pull out a special what looks like a key ring of lockpicks. I have my ways. Oh, that'd be much easier than trying to kick the doors down. Although I imagine Marsh and I could manage it eventually. 
I mean, I was just gonna keep, you know, budging. As I'm just kind of like lightly like slamming on it, trying to see how much give it gives. And as you bang it here, calling out, calling out the hole. I caught that out. I don't give you something to bang. Hold Wait. on. <laughs> As and you hear a laugh come from it. Shut up. You know what I mean. <laughs> oh, come on down. You go to buy me dinner first. <laughs> <laughs> and the other person laughs. You, yeah, you hear, you hear more laughter come down the hall. You know what I meant. <laughs> so. Poor guy. It's your first, first time. Yeah, poor dear. It's your first time being a political prisoner. You just have to learn to have the fun of it. You get used to it eventually. I'm going to go on ahead and get started on that log. All right. Make me a thievery check, good sir. The fun begins. So check number one. That is a 15 on there. Uh, so that's going to be a 36. So the 36, uh, these would be surprisingly high. 37. Surprisingly high quality locks. But you are quite proficient to what you do as well as having access to some pretty spectacular tools 38 uh, even because i get a plus two from this not a plus one. Oh yeah infiltrator steve stills oh yeah no skeleton key greater oh the skeleton key itself right you don't need a, you don't even need infiltrator tools anyway she's the actual key uh what is skeleton key which literally has its magic assisting uh it is gonna be enough that it's it's difficult to pop these but it's not impossible uh hopefully they are all identical but you will be able to get yours open with a soft click that you hope they don't hear on the corner down the hall. However, the dwarven woman hears it. Yes. Damn. It's not <laughs> If you buy shoddy equipment and you think it holds me, this is what happens. You see her face kind of change immediately. And she stands up and she's a, she's a fairly tall dwarf, though she's got a fairly light, thin frame. Kind of a lot like Oakcrest, the scout that you met before. She stands, kind of nods her head. You got a date. All right, then. Uh, suppose there's some level of possibility to this. And she sort of looks down to the hall. So, say we get the doors open. Then what? What's your plan? I didn't actually hear you. Uh, say they get the doors open. You open all the cells, then what? What's your plan? Then I go get all of our equipment, and we kill them. <laughs> That's a goal, not a plan. <laughs> No, that's his plan. And if need be, the Batman. <laughs> if need be, very worst case scenario, I will simply leave and go get my friends and we come back and then fireball. And then Marshall and I kill everyone. The front door is locked both ways. You won't be able to simply barge your way out. There's oh, no windows no, in or not. Door. Oh no, but doors I'm by saying, weakness. It's a little harder to pick when there's five men beating you down with water malls. No, they cannot see me. You got a way to, do, to manage that. You're a wizard. I'm going to point at my clothing. They did not strip me. I do not wear armor like these people. <sighs> I suppose. Typical mindset of a Guild of Arms meathead. <laughs> not imagine the clothes themselves that have any bit of magic or rune to them. Look, there's a big line in the Guild of Arms. About half the guild's there to hold a fat stick. The other half started to do any kind of proper work like me and the commander, and I thought the sergeant, but clearly I was wrong there. My only question is what the mountain hunter has that's managed to turn him. The sergeant was as loyal to Bronzebeard as any man I knew. If there is anyone who gets in my way while I am attempting to do this, they will not make it back around corner. 
and then I will find Sergeant himself and take care of him personally. Look, I will tell you, the men that he's got on staff here are brutes. They're... They're not going to go down easy. Have if anything, it's going to be a matter a of pride to who takes you down proper. Have you ever seen a man move when he is missing throat? Not for long. It's through. I will take care of it. Okay, so you get out. You get in the back door, which is in clear view of the hallway and the guards up front, somehow without being seen. You get all your gear, return it back to you and your friends. All that goes swimmingly, assuming that's what everything's going perfectly to plan. Then you go to make your escape, Goddard's call for help, and you're fighting an infinite ocean at the front door. They get the front door to this warehouse open. It's a warehouse we're in, by the way. They're dressed the same, wearing pins on their lapels, as well as all the proper guards and soldiers, the actual guild of arms, and we're not too far from the hall. They call for help. Good men and women are going to come running to help aid them. Would you strike them down as well? Would you fight the whole guild of arms? I don't have to. I would. You do not know what we are capable of. I don't. Clearly, that much is true, but... I... Hmm. Perhaps what you're saying is it might not be a good idea to actually throw open the doors. Sort of leave everything nice and contained here. Is that what you're thinking? Perhaps. If this fight spills out into the streets, it won't go well for us, I'll tell you that. Hmm. Well, while we're talking, I'm going to go on ahead and move over to the next cell door. Um, yeah. Roshin's going to whistle a song to kind of give Trushi some cover while he's trying to pick the lock. And as you uh, move up in front of Roshin's cell and start working, give me a thievery check. These are all pretty good quality locks. Well, that's a shame I rolled even higher than last time. And you can that's get Roshin's cell open as well. He's kind of whistling, you get a soft click. And uh, you see the door shift a bit in its frame as Trushi gets it open. Then right on to the next one. Then a total of 30 seconds. I whistle a happy Most of tune. that was me talking. <laughs> and as you go once more. Counter rotation. Ah, it's Feel the forever. vibration. Nothing yeah. on two. Yeah. Click out of three. Yeah, <laughs> 20. Natural 20. <laughs> he just, he just, he just <laughs> lowers <laughs> binding. He just kind of like looks at the lock and says, open. And it just says, okay. After doing two of them. You are... Uh... I was going to have to use knock, which is a part of the skeleton key for a solid plus four. It turns out I just roll really well. After two <laughs> of them, 20s. although they are pretty high quality, you are fantastic at this. The, the crime, this is your niche. <laughs> you are great at crime. And you managed to get all three of the party's cells open in pretty quick succession with no actual difficulty. It Notably, is... as you're opening Marshall's, shell, uh, Marshall's cell, you are... Like in full view of the hallway, and, and you can see. Oh, well, if the angle would be like that, I would just turn it. Because the, the edge of the hall is like a straight line to the bars. It's the edge of Marshall's cell, uh, and it's only five feet wide. Yeah, so I you can kind of pick it from the side, but you can you can see the hallway. So you can see if someone's coming. Uh, well, actually, it's yeah, you dark. have you can only really see what Roshin has yeah. for light. So I, I guess the light doesn't really go around the corner. If I'm any semblance of in front of the hallway, I'll turn invisible. I have two more uses for the. Door. Right, you have your your armor. The turning invisible. You pop open the squid crime emotes in chat. You pop open <laughs> Marshall's cell as well. Uh, leaving the two of you still in your cells, but with the door open, able to leave really whenever. Unlocked, not open. Oh, unlocked, not open. Outside, 
Rez and Resme. Retrieve my dice roll. Um, Rez, you head to the Anvilers Guild. And with a couple of minutes of all-out sprinting, bolting your way down the streets of Kovler, dashing around everybody like Aladdin at the beginning of the movie, yeah. <laughs> tearing your way through the markets in the Earthfire District, you end up panicked rat at the Anvilers Guild. It was quickly led inside and uh, similarly quickly brought to the Forge Master. The good news is that almost all of the Forge Master's business happens inside the guild hall. She goes to the office sometimes for filings and like, clerical work, but unlike many of the other guild masters, she doesn't have much reason to actually leave her guild hall in the day-to-day -day business. So pretty quickly, you're again face-to-face -face with Forge Master Thunderflare. And uh, she can clearly see the very panicked, probably somewhat sweaty from sprinting for like a full minute rat sweat. in front rat of her. Sweat. They not sweat? Palms. Palms are sweaty. Easy. I'm panting heavily. Uh-huh. You all right, Braz? Um, 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 one second, one second. Okay. Our friends have been kidnapped. Rasheen, Mr. Marshall, Mr. Chushik, um, the sergeant of the, of the... Guild of Arms. Guild of, Guild of Arms. Yes, that was the one. Kidnapped them. They're in an abandoned warehouse. Wait, Commander it, Bronzebeard? Yes, he was the one. That's the one I saw take them. And you, and, you saw Sergeant Stonehill. Stonehill, sorry, Stonehill. You just said a sergeant. She assumed you were stupid and said yeah. Commander Bronzebeard. Yeah, sergeant. Yeah, sergeant, sergeant, sergeant. I am stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, Highest yeah, intelligence squad. He's like very hot. Um, I'm very hot. Wait, slow okay. down. You, the rest of your coup. group has been taken by the Guild of Arms. Why? Not the Guild of Arms. The Sergeant Stone Stonehill. And you, uh, quickly, there are a couple of questions and the increasing curiosity and concern of the Forge Master kind of catch her up on what's happened and where they are. And, uh, Thunderflare kind of nods. That's right, then. Well, I suppose I'm about to find Commander Bronzebeard with some of the Council of Regents. Uh, we'll handle this how we can, but I suppose if the Sergeant himself, himself has taken them, I don't know there's very much we can really do. Here's the problem, Whereas The Regents are loosely connected. And for myself to interfere directly in Guild of Honor's business, even if it is criminal or illicit. That's not going to go over well. And then... Not with the people, not with the guildsmen, and not with the Commander Bronzebeard himself, even if it's not a good spirit. And... I need to contact the commander. And, um, um... Mr. Chishik told Mr. Resme that... What was his name? Um, uh, Mountain... Mountain Heart? Mountain... Mountain Heart. The Stonemason's Guild. Yes, he's... He's behind it. He's planning a coup to seize power. That's I... why he took those three to keep them out of the way. Well, then that's a second reason for me to find a commander. Whereas, I have seen at least secondhand what you and your friends are capable of. Go help them. I'll find the commander. I'll summon the council of regents urgently. And we'll figure out how to proceed from here. I'll get things together, but it's not going to be fast. Go help them. Do the what you need to do. Okay, let's go. Uh, the rate that I'm escaping, it's not going to be fast. going to be all. out already. Like, going to be done. Be back in their inn. Like, well, that was a weird day. <laughs> Resume at the Guild of Spells. You uh, knock, and rather than the door being opened, you simply hear a voice kind of emanate out from around the door frame itself. 
I, Guild of Spells, and you require services. Uh, I need to see uh, C Commander Bronzebeard and uh, the Head Magus. Uh, I'm sorry. The, uh, what's the name of the, it's Archmage. Archmage. The Archmage is occupied for the day, and besides, he doesn't simply respond to requests. Uh, if you need a spell cast or an enchantment performed with Minium Mage, Minium Mage, I have to do it for you. I am, j I do not have time for this. Have they already gone to the wall or are they still here? Tell them that Resme, who's been deputized by them, is here and I have extremely important information that affects the fate of Cobbler. Oh, I see. Uh, I apologize, Mr. Esbe, but uh, Archmage Sumer, I believe, has made it quite clear he has no interest in interfering with you outside I could care less about his interest. Where is, did he, is he and the commander go to the wall, or are they here? I'm sorry, if you need a spell or an enchantment done, I can have a Magi out to do it for you, but otherwise, I don't believe we have business here today, Mr. Esme. Where are they? It just doesn't respond. Okay. Uh, telepathy. <laughs> you don't, you, you can't see him it was like if you're trying to cast telepathy on like somebody you need to be with oh i them. can't see him i thought i was standing in front of him no you didn't open the door it's just the voice is kind of coming from the door frame they have like a magic enchantment that you just they have nests. magic speaker yeah um, he just speaks from in, the door in trashik's head you're gonna hear tell resme uh to send uh, a message to uh commander bronzebeard and if he's in the hall of spells tell him to come out right now yeah you have sending you said resume. Sorry, Rusheen. Hmm. So I could just relay that message usually enough. Probably about the time I'm opening your door. <laughs> oh dear, she's having some difficulty. Oh, let's see here. Um, I'll th throw up a sending to Commander Bronzebeard. As you start casting a spell, you would immediately at the end of the hall, I, 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 and here shuffling and armor rattling as guards are getting up and clearly moving your direction. Uh, Trishik, <laughs> while invisible, you are not in your cell, and your cell is open. You would visibly not be I would have closed it when I got out. You, that would not make you clearly less not in the cell. He's got a point. I know. <laughs> but uh, you go to cast, and it's a quick spell. You'd be able to get it off before they came around the corner. Mm -hmm. But you cast your sending, and what are you, what are you just telling? Uh, it's Commander Bronzebeard. Um, Lady Resume has urgent news of a coup. If you're outside the Guild of Spells, please come out to see her, uh, else let me know if you're at the wall. And you would hear back... Oh, the Archmage and I have already made our way up to the wall to investigate. We're just double-checking as we talked about at the Regent's meeting. Oh, yeah, she'd be wanting to know that. Ah, uh, yes, she's gone. Uh, the commander's gone to the wall point, already. At that point, two guards, uh, two dwarven guards, suited up in what would be the, the standard guard armor. They do look, for all intents and purposes, like members of the Guild of Arms, guards you'd see all throughout the city, would come rushing around the corner. Um, both of them with their mauls in hand. The dwarven guards tend towards big bonking hammer more than the sword and shield, perhaps of the traditional uh, constabulatory in some human settlements. They'd come around, and even as they're coming around the corner, the one in the front is already kind of swinging it flat side and just slamming it against the bars of Marshall's cell with a massive clanging noise. Oh. Like, Quit that! No spells, no magic! I beat it out of you if I have to! Oh, come in the cage and tell me that! <laughs> so... And uh, while they're doing their back and forth with the sending and everything, I would have opened up Marshall's lock and yeah. gone back into my cell and uh, got rid of the invisibility. So all three doors are closed and nothing is visibly out of the out of order. Do you other relay? than the fact that there are two guards up uh, around next to Marshall's cell 
and this light on Roshin here. Well, I can't be and, very well letting the light go out. How on earth am I going to see your beautiful face? And the uh, the second guard, oi! Yeah, that's how you put that light out. What here to see? You're counting the stones. Yes, it's actually quite fascinating. Quench that. Can I? I'm pretty sure it's dismissed. I'm, I'm, sure uh, I'm actually I, not I positive. You can. <laughs> Duration until the next time you make your daily preparations. Not dismissible. <laughs> you literally can't. If I cast the spell again, the the first light spell goes away. <laughs> they don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Nope, That's... nope. I'm afraid I can't turn it off. Once it's on, it's on. Let's kind of look at each other. Magic. It's very strange how it works. And the uh, sort of look at each other. The second guard again. Oi. I've seen one of them guild of spells, witches. Cast a spell and move an entire shipment of ingots. Thousands of pounds from one cart to the other without breaking a sweat. And you're trying to get me to believe you can't turn off your lamp magic thing. Well, I suppose there is one way. Um, he's like at my cell door. Uh... They one of them is like up in the right in front of the door where they, where they took your gear, and the other is next to Marshall's cell. Neither of them has really come down Wait, around how towards close you. Is he to my cell? He's literally adjacent to you, but he's on the other side of the bars. Um, the other one, if you were at the front of your cell, he is like out and around, like right around the corner. Like if you were to swing the door open, you'd swing the door into him. <laughs> That's not what I had in mind. What um, do you have in mind? No. Oh, well, it's, it's, and I'm hold on, Roshin, wait. Ah, yeah, these gentlemen are just doing the job it is unfortunate gentlemen but this magic it has limitations it is on it can be moved but that's about it it will go away in a short amount of time but that is all we can do i understand the frustration and i am sorry for my hammering bloody tongs on the first guard who's kind of up there with his mallet both hands still all right, well, no more fancy magic words. I don't know no more, I a lot of surface speak. <laughs> if I hear anything from you, I don't know. It's a beating. Oh, I'm, I'm very, I'm very intimidated. I shan't try your pace. He looks at the other guy. He looks at the other guy. Intimidated, like scared. Alright. Well <laughs> I'm gonna mark the one that threatened Roshin for death. <laughs> oh my big brother. Oh wait, Aww. it gets better. As the uh as that guard is leaving, as soon as he comes in front of my cage. Well they're gonna pass in the front as they're going by. They come in up front and down of the side. Marshall. Oh right, like by the side, walk by you. I'm just gonna give him a hug through the bars. <laughs> Well, make me you know, like, that's a good or, way to get all beaten. Yeah. <laughs> a way to get your elbows broke. Why? How you can do that? Only you. Only you can do that. You can do that. Shush. I am definitely going to. Mm, that's a natural one. I'm going to definitely. Uh, Isn't that important to you? Yes. Hero pointing it. I just want to give him a hug. I just want to give him a hug. I just want to talk to him. I just want to talk to him. To a six. That's better. Six times better, in fact. That would be a... Uh, 29... Which... Oh, wait. That doesn't work with Juggernaut. That's a... Uh, 
fortitude save, I think. Never mind. Should just be 29. 29. Yeah, 29. Yeah. So 29, as you reach out and you grab a hold of him, I imagine cackling like the giant child that you are. <laughs> he quickly pulls away from you and just baps the end of his maul against oh, the table come bars. Come on. You want to you have a good time? You want to beat some scores? And have a, have and a tussle with me? And they hurry back down the hall. Come on. And I'm, I'm like at the cage. I'm like, come on, you sissy. Not, <laughs> not happy with their situation. Now that they have walked away, I can only assist us one more time. No more making them come down here, or I won't be able to help. That's so, why I was scaring them. In outside land, Resme and Rez. Let, um, let Resme know what the command is. Yeah, and I would have just relayed the information. I'm dimension dooring over to the wall. I have a rant. He is a good rant. He's a good rant. <laughs> He's on an adventure. He's... He's on an adventure. He's on an adventure. So what is he doing? He is scouting out as much as he can, even though he cannot relay back in words to me. Only emotions. Um, so <laughs> as he looks through, uh, running around the area here. He's having a good time. Uh, At the speed of Scouting time. around, doing some, doing some scootis. Uh, make me a stealth check. Because he, 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 his stealth, I'm pretty sure it's the same as your stealth. He's a familiar, I, right? I think he's a familiar. His dex might be better, yours. though. Let me. That's true. Because I think. I don't have it on my sheet, but I have it in. Because I think I actually remember reading that, like, uh, rap familiars give, like, a bonus to. Yeah. The All right. dex saves he or whatever. He does good rap. Come on. He does good rap stuff. Hey. That's actually really good. That's uh, a total of a 33. Mission Impossible Red is a very sneaky boy. And uh, as he sneaks around the area, fortunately not discovered uh, by the guards within, you just get kind of a growing sense of dread coming out of King Mateus. He is, uh, he is spooked. He's very spooked. He's not terribly happy with the situation. Whatever he is seeing is not filling him with rat confidence. But he didn't I think the bathroom break. Severin is singing a really bad sea shanty outside the jail. <laughs> <laughs> With this rat, magical rat knowledge that he brings before he scampers on back to Rasheen for safety. <laughs> what would you do with a hungry falcon? Ah, what would you do? Right then, what's your fingers? I imagine we should take our midstream break. Yes. Good About idea. that time. Yes. I so, do. I don't before we commence. <laughs> With the grand jailbreaking, either. The grand jailbreaking of the Mountain Hearts secret prison. We're gonna stand up, stretch our legs, refill our drinks, use the bathroom. Feel free to grab some snacks. It's usually about probably ten minutes or so that we take in the middle here, just to get a decent little break in of our four-hour streak, so we're not just sitting here immobile for the entire time. We already broke in. So we'll be back in a few minutes, and when we return, breaking out. Is the thing that we need to do. That's yes. Trishik, Sashik, break out. We'll be right back, everybody. <laughs> Don't go too far. <laughs> but as we left off, jail, jail time it was prison. Now I think I think we've upgraded to prison. Yeah, we upgraded to prison. I Although mean, it's only it's not really a very good prison because Trishik picked all the security. doors open. The food, does Trishik being able to escape make it a bad prison? Or just a regular prison. <laughs> just a regular prison. <laughs> that other lady couldn't escape. It's maximum security. Yeah, I don't think the bar f- is is not. Trishik is able to get out of it. Trishik is 
able to get out of many things that he probably shouldn't be able to and most people can't. Eventually, he, just straight through walls. He's an outlier. Not but as we left out, the guards had left you back here in the cells. Rashik had gotten all the doors unlocked, but not opened. But as they left, Marshall tried to give one of them a nice hug. I just um, wanted to hug. In the hallway, not too far around the corner, you actually hear a door <laughs> slam this time. You did not hear that previously. And Marshall needs to give more hugs. Dan Bennett 360 gives you a hero point. Hug this man. Hug him very aggressively. Thank you. Just one hugs. Uh, you hear a door slam and then a pretty audible click of a latch afterwards. Hmm. hmm. Do believe I hadn't heard that one before. Well, I think you're right. Pissed them off. Doesn't sound like they want to deal with you anymore. Huh. Certainly don't want you to be touching at them and groping and, through your bars. And the punishment <laughs> for this is that they leave us alone. Works for me. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and turn invisible my last time of the day, and I'm gonna start ferrying our equipment over from whatever the, that room is. The door that leads deeper into the facility is actually not locked. Uh, because I never they saw them lock it. Yeah, they kind of assume at this point that would be well handled. That's not like a problem they thought they would have is people breaking into their like storage closet. Uh, but as you get in there, that is very much exactly what it is. Uh, the back side of this, again, this is a large warehouse, looks like it was the main storage floor for the warehouse. And you can see against the back wall uh, where there is a visible, I guess you can't really see anything. You have Roshin's light only cutting a single slice into the sheer darkness back here, uh, which illuminates what seems to be a largely empty room with a barrel and a sack that you can see, neither of which seem to be your gear. Uh, so Roshin can actually peel her glove off and just throw it to you just throw it into the room I mean, so that if if there's any questions like it, it's a glove i can't throw it that far I have to. well uh, you're throwing <laughs> it only like eight feet yeah. through the doorway so you can kind of pitch it through the doorway the door's open. The room you can throw it just into the room and get a good amount of light in there uh illuminating a small storeroom that and uh, now you would be able to see uh, against the back wall a pretty clear frame uh, markings where there was once a second door that has since been stoned and paved over uh, that was about 10 feet wide and, and tall, probably a loading bay for the warehouse back when it was originally in use. But while this was once the storage, it is now the storage for some basic supplies. A few barrels of water, sacks of some non-perishable food that will stop you from dying if consumed. It's not the good times at all. Uh, it's the really bad MRE, but at least it's food. Pretty much, yeah. There is a fairly sizable heap of all of the equipment they had taken from you three. Uh, sort of haphazardly thrown aside slash on top of a much smaller pile of equipment that assumedly might be the woman's. Uh, she seemed like she had uh, much very kind of the scout gear. Uh, fairly a light breastplate with like leather lamellar armor on that and a smaller mallet alongside a clan dagger. Well, the first thing I'm going to do is find my goggles of the night because I would like to see. A vision is good. So you fish out the goggles of the night from your your stack, put them on, on and immediately turn click it the lenses and no longer have an issue seeing through the storehouse or the, the entire area. The glove will be immediately returned back to you to make it look as if nothing is wrong. And so 
as you look through the area now, you have a good view of, of the, the whole region. You can see this hallway that you would come through only goes back about 10 feet before it has another set of iron bars with an iron door set in the center. That door clearly locked and latched. And just five feet past that, a solid stone wall with another door. And that's over here. That is, yeah, that is back. Yeah, you would be able to realistically see through that wall that that first door is in, but I messed up on the dynamic lighting on the next Okay, so that's supposed to be bars. And that's bars. Where that door is, there's bars, and there's another wall behind it. Okay. It's fixable, but it's hard. We can get it later. Well, uh, you could add something to the door. I've still got roughly. 10 minutes and 45 or 9 minutes and 45 seconds of invisibility so I'm going to get all my stuff put it back on me and then I'm going to start ferrying Marshall's equipment to him single piece by single piece because it's all very heavy <laughs> it's but, just it's uh, just armor my bag and my axe yeah even the axe doesn't actually put me over my encumbered limit so it wouldn't affect my stealth okay so as you start hauling your gear piecemeal back to the party Raz outside Resme you know she went to the Guild of Spells to go find help. You didn't find much the Anvilers Guild, and you're not sure what she's up to. Uh, what are you doing? I'm hauling Tell to the warehouse. So. Sprint your little rat booty back across town. It's cardio day. And up around to the warehouse that you had seen where they had all been brought. So you would get to the front of this warehouse generally around the same time that Jashik would finish ferrying out everyone's equipment. Uh, it would take you a few minutes to get re-geared in all of your armor and everything. But with everything brought to you and your cell door is now wide open, uh, you're kitted back up as well as you can be. <laughs> While I'm right. at it, I'll go on ahead and let her out of her cell too. And uh, you pick open the last girl's cell and she just kind of watches as all you were getting up. She doesn't say much of anything. She just hears the door open. Yeah. I'm still invisible. Who even are the group of you? We are the heroes of Breachill. We have come from a quite far away. And you call yourselves that unironically? Yeah, not my title, just contract. What We're even incorporated in everything. What even is a Breachill? It's a town off in the middle of a very small area in the mountains. It's honestly not too far a distance wise from the mountains. Up in there, it's pretty. Look, it's not that I don't have faith in your fighting abilities being as impressive as your skill at making a break out of a secret prison, but I'm not. I can't fight alongside you. For one, I've been here for. Torag only knows how long, and I don't know if the strength to be of any real use rather than in the, just in the way. I do not but, expect you to I simply made it so you can leave when we are done. Hmm. You're looking a bit, uh, a bit gray around the gills, if I may say so. I'm fine. But you just said you weren't. Well, I'm alive, and regardless of how this goes, I imagine I'll keep being that way, at least for the brief future. If you're successful, maybe maybe even much longer than that. You got a name. Roshin. Marshall. Now let us please continue. I only have a couple minutes left before they can see me. 
So Lizard it is then. There's Hemlock. Jennifer Hemlock, but I think with everything you've done for me, we can just go with Jenny. And I'm he gonna opens the book. I'm gonna continue on my way. Hemlock, you say. Jennifer Hemlock. Hi. Aren't you a carpenter? It's posing as one. I've been for some years. Ah. I'll admit I got a bit of a knack for it, but... So. I work for Commander Bronzebeard. The Guild of Arms has some agents within the other guilds, just... for safety. The Carpenter's Guild? <laughs> just they... <laughs> it was never they only people. had two real carpenters <laughs> in the first place! <laughs> the third one was a spy! <laughs> Damn it! No one expects the Carpenter Guild. <laughs> They, in all they fairness, that's a perfect just cover. to keep an eye on the other two carpenters. Um, so, um, I knew the dwarves didn't trust the carpenters. So as Krushik is starting to sneaky sneak down the hallway, all invisible and stuff, I'm, I'm just opening up the next door so we can continue. So, I'm just right. going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to think ahead of time. I'm like, you know, hmm, old guards, if they're armed with, you know, big hammers, I should probably think smart. I'm like, okay, well, in that case, might as well trust this. Form of old slappy. <laughs> and it turns into the halberd. You're shifting rune. Kind of see I like how you say the words anyway. You know it doesn't do anything. But you twist the grip and the blade kind of transitions, the haft extends, and you have a po uh, a halberd now. Haha! Am, am I still on my way to the so warehouse? So kind of put money into this. Have I made, have I near it? You would be at this point you would have you made your way to the warehouse. Right. Uh right. it looks like it is just run down i mean you know from severin that they're in there but it doesn't look like anything um make me a perception check actually we Ooh. that is a total of a i've noticed that i bad habit 38 of landing and just spinning on face for the entire time with a I mean, 38 can stop on a 16 it can do that as you once. are kind of high rat alert right now as you look at the outside of this building you know bad things are taking place within uh, this building looks dilapidated. It looks like it's been abandoned for some time, and that's that's probably true. Um, but as you're looking over the door and the building itself outside, you can tell that the damage is entirely cosmetic. And in, in fact, in some cases, even artificial. Uh, like, the building has been made to look more abandoned and run down than it actually is. Mm -hmm. All right, so, so they're inside. How do I signal them so they know I'm outside? Because I can't talk to my head like Resume can. Horn. And just toot as loud as I can. <laughs> Hopefully they hear that. Inside the prison, you hear a faint toot of hope oh. in the distance. And it's Raz. And you hear the click of the next lock. <laughs> King Mataz gets very excited all of a sudden. Come now, let us go. We have company outside. Ah, oh, yes. Reinforcements. Very good. So, uh, Rez, you, you blow your toot. <laughs> blow my toot. You never take that seriously. I'm sorry. <laughs> and after a moment, you hear the latch on the front door is being undone. The door is just yanked open by a guard that's staying there and kind of looks around and then sees you. What in the... Is that the one that I marked for death? No. The I, other one. I look at him and I'm going to look sad and I'm going to look lost. I'm going to start speaking to Silky. 
and I, I'm gonna walk up to him, like gesturing frantically, looking as lost as possible. Uh, he'll kind of hold out and out, hand out, and uh, in dwarven, not public. Sorry. And Zuki, <laughs> please, I'm lost. I lost my translator. I say in dwarven translator, and lost. What the and heck? scared she and please close the door. <laughs> What's this tourist doing here? Get out of here. He just goes to close the door. Um, well, this is going to be, um, <laughs> you know what? What is going on? <laughs> I don't know what to do. I just look at him lost and start knocking on the door. <laughs> Knock on the door. Start playing the horn a little bit. Go <laughs> from inside uh, and dwarf it again. No! Leave! <laughs> he, opens, he opens the front door again. Yo! Go! <laughs> and uh, as he's trying to communicate with his idiot rat, so he thinks. In the front door here, Sheik opens the back to the cells. As you open the door, revealing in all of your glory, the battle party, fully getting ready for action. The other dwarf inside, who is just kind of sat behind a desk, hears the door open and immediately stands up. And the the door turns around, looks back, and is like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and I think there... This is probably where we roll some initiative. So the one in front of me is not marked for death. Um, the one in front of you is not marked for death, no. But I heard the one on the left. Yeah, the you left. hear him. He's on the right around the corner. You hear him stand up. Oh, I forgot to cast. Ah. Well, I will re-roll my initiative. Because I have a man's throat to rip out. As it's being very unassuming and trying to be very, very fast. Very, very unassuming, very quickly. <laughs> quickly. The quickest unassuming. Even more assuming. And uh, I as well, as these guards scramble and perhaps get a slight hint of maybe the rat is in on this ruse and they're in way more trouble than they think they are. <laughs> I'm also going to reroll that initiative because he is a. He's a spooked boy. Oh, and then Resme appears. Look at that. That's why they're spooked, because they realize Resme is also here, and things are dramatically worse than they thought they were. Uh, Dimension Door. Then she just <laughs> appears next to Res. Hi. <laughs> Greetings. I uh, look at the door. Also, I'm my translator in Dwarvish. Also after initiative, battle cry. Trishik. I got a 27. Would you roll a two? Four. That's twice the two. Ah. Marshall. I got a uh, 26. Did you roll a two? I rolled a, like a nine. Remember, my stealth is drastically higher than most people's. Uh, 25. What in the heck? I rolled a three. <laughs> it went this was kind of a very confusing meetup that we didn't That's expect. That's fair. Everyone's like, no one expected to see. Roisin is so excited she's going to go first. I got a 30. <laughs> uh, since I knew I was going into this, could I have quaffed a Drake heart first? Sure. <laughs> I could have literally kept you in. Yeah, you would. You would have probably known things are about to happen, so that's, you could have a Drake card. Cool. That's you gonna. Beat be, me. It's gonna be a thirty-two. Uh, These are all really low. 
Those are terrible. Yeah. These are absolutely awful. Look, like, we're saving the good rolls, okay? Yeah, I mean, save the, the good rolls are going to happen during the combat, I assume. But like, oh boy, those were, those were bad. All right. So, battle cry as you yell at this man at the front door here. That's actually not bad. Sounds out the music. May I physically menace? Battle in the prison. I don't. I don't know the one dude can see you. Um. Yeah, I mean, you, you're both yelling at the same dude because that's the guy you can realistically yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, it's the guy at the front door. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'll give you physically medicine. He's probably not expecting you to be standing there with your full armor and your long sword in your hand, which is also the just door fire. Opening without so, you even being ripped. Yeah, the door just opens and there's no. And you're staying 10 feet back and it's like, drove hose ready for action. Like, yeah, it's probably physically menaced. Awesome. What do you got? Uh, 32. Okay. 38. Okay, well. Way better. Yeah. You didn't crit, so he's frightened one. That's the man point. has an amount of spooked. So it's actually going to be this way around for my own person. I don't just scold. They both are just scolds to you, but for my own personal stat tracking, as this all happens and this battle cry is ah. belted forth, and everyone is uh, clearly very <laughs> upset, and armor shuffling and weapons are being drawn, and there is anger happening. Um, you are going to hear a door open. That I believe Raz can just barely see. Oh no, not a door. As a trio of guards come pouring out of a back room to reinforce. And I have a bunch of guard tokens here that are definitely people, but they're the only like generally guard token that I have. And I only have four of them. So we'll you guys work. want this Scarlet Triad guy again? That's probably appropriate. <laughs> oh no. It My seems dials. like it's centrally appropriate. So all three of them managed to get out the door into the front area, and Rez, you can see a great bustling of dwarves behind the front desk. As you can tell, uh, see, there are five of them that seem to be inside this building that have rushed to aid. Uh, the one inside the door is going to quickly pull out his maul, and then with it, just kind of putting the head down, clearly more concerned with the fully armored people behind him and the weird wizard who just teleported up in front. He's not going to, like, spank you with it. He's going to kind of put it down and just shove you. He said, it's my birthday. Shut up. Did <laughs> 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 you take that feet? No, I can't. Oh, it's, oh, it's a gnome feet, isn't it? Yeah, it's literally a gnome feet. No hammer. And he is going to push for a 42. Yeah. This is your fort DC. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I imagine is going to critically succeed, probably. M more than likely, yeah. So he is going to launch Raz 10 feet back from the door and shut the front door. What's what's the sport where you... Curling. You just got curled. She did just get curled. <laughs> <laughs> Tumbling out of the street as Resme appears. The other guard who's up behind the desk uh, draws his maul and clambers out around the desk into the doorway here. Uh, standing in front of you and looks back over to his group of friends kind of behind him and next to him and just looking at Roshin and Marshall and then Roshin then Marshall there's no good choices <laughs> and calls back down the hall alright one time offer to get back in your sh in your cells and I won't bonk you <laughs> and I just look at Roshin which I'm I'm, I'm guessing you're looking at me. One time, ah! 
One-time offer. Get in the cells and we don't split your skulls open. I'm gonna attempt to intimidate Rasheen. Oh. oh, he's trying to intimidate me. That's adorable. Ah, yeah, I might roll. He, uh, and I mean, he does look pretty well-geared. He's, he's got a mallet with a head about most of the size of your torso. It's fairly well-armored, and you can hear he has a lot of friends coming. Probably a lot more than you expected, perhaps. It's gonna be a 38. A 38? Really? Okay, uh, so that will just normal succeed. So you are frightened one. Okay. Um, and then it is going to be the turn of Resme, who is outside as the door closes. Fine. Um, Resme, uh, will dimension door onto the other side of the door? Okay. I saw where it was. I saw yeah, where everybody was. Yeah, you saw the inside of the door. You saw where the guy was standing. So you can dimension door literally right next to him. Uh, so Which, you... No, I'm, I'm gonna, no, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dimension door right behind where I saw Marshall was. You could not see all the way down the hallway. Just threw the other door open a little bit. He shoved Rez and closed it. It wasn't, oh, like, wide open. Then to heck with it. I'm disintegrating trail. the door. <laughs> Dispel knock, wall. Knock, knock. Yeah, open um, up the door. It's not real. With the cast of disintegrate, though they have splurge for a decent lock upon this door, it is not gonna stand up to disintegrate, and the front door does not exist anymore. Hi, so, boys. So, the rogue picks the locks. The caster picks the door. <laughs> Front door is now gone. Oh, you have one action left, I believe. And you can see uh, a little gaggle of dwarves inside in the darkness with some light coming in from the street, but not much. Uh, honestly, they're probably more inside from Roshin's light than anything else. I'm going to use my once per day, one action produce flame uh, from my dragon medallion, and I'm going to light one of those men on fire. Oh, there's the guy right here in front of the door. That, he seems like an excellent target. Light him on fire. Oops. I didn't do it. <laughs> gonna be, I'm going to hand you this hero point as Resme readjusts the medallion, and it's like, come on. She just shut the door on me. Fine, you've just lost your door privileges. <laughs> <laughs> like a parent picking where their kids live. Much, Much better. better. What is that, a 16? Oh, that's lovely. A 37? 37 is absolutely going to succeed. I would probably leave if it didn't, and there were five of them. Oh, you're All right, now right. comes the time for me to attempt try to keep track of five identical people's health. Isn't that the one that's frightened as well? It is. Ooh. Well, he's not any marks. He took his turn. Uh, he'll take 16 fire damage. Okay. Light his beard on fire. Not a forged dwarf. Does not have any resistance to that. 16 <laughs> fire damage. That's going to bring us to Rasheen. All right. So I noticed that True Cheek's token on the map is not where he actually is. Yeah, it's one space forward because I had to unlock the second door. So Rasheen's going to raise her shield uh, stride up to where the uh, front uh, dwarf is uh, and uh, with a sword igniting in fire. Uh, Let's see As he here. kind of takes a bit of a defensive position with small as you approach. Uh, does this door open, like, out? Like, it will open us? towards you, yeah. It opens towards me? Okay, good. So by standing here, he can't close you the can't door. You can't easily close it on you, know. Excellent. Um, and just go for a skewer over the shield. Right, you have minus one for your friend. Minus one for my friend. Oh, well, that's a three on the die, so I don't imagine that's going to do too well. A little frightened. Yeah, a little frightened. So just a, a testing poke, we'll call it. As did it... you take a little swing... He doesn't really dodge it at all so much as he just kind of shelters and hunkers, and dwarven armor is very thick and chonky. In traditional guard armor, he kind of shoulders the blow and it glances off of him. They're pretty sturdy. 
That was one action left, I believe. Oh, you they did. Uh, Light, shield, please. strike. Shield. Oh, your shield is strike. up. Chris Sheik, then. So, I get to do the thing again. You get to do the thing again. Assassinate. So you're assassinating the guy that Rasheen just swung at. Yes. See, the problem with thick dwarven armor is there's a lot of slots between the sections where I can just dig my claws in under his helmet and get right into his jugular. So we're going to attempt to assassinate him. And it is the death trait, so if he's a higher level, then he gets a success step. He better. is not a higher level than you. So He is the same level as you. He's going to get a fortitude save if I hit. Hey, well, yep. that's a 17 on the die, plus I believe 23. It's been a minute since I attacked someone. Uh, yeah, so that's a 40, and he's flat-footed. <laughs> that critically succeeds. So he gets to make a fortitude save Oof. at one step worse. Oof. And if he critically fails, it's fine. this man no longer has a threat. This is fine. And it's at my DC, which... This is fine. He's gonna be fine. Is a 31. He's gonna be... He has to fail. He has to fail. To critically fail. Oh boy. It's gonna get a 37, so which is succeeds, a success, which, which is a failure, a failure because you critically succeeded. Oh boy. He's gonna take a lot of damage, I'm pretty sure. He might still die some. He, he might just die regular. He doesn't die instantly. Regular die. So this is the assassinate by itself. Eight, 12. I'm gonna angle that camera up very slightly because all your stuff's going like just out of range. There you go. 20, so that's 40 from just the assassinate. Jeez. Okay, fine. I'm going to drop one of these dice and then roll that again for the attack that critically struck him in the throat. 5, 10, 15, 19. Stop rolling fives! 36 to 54. So he takes 94 damage. Oh boy. Excuse you? <laughs> and fine. now that I'm visible, having rended my claws under his uh, under his helmet across his throat catching him but not digging in quite deep enough another strike swipe assassinates off. three actions isn't it two is it two are mm -hmm. you sure okay yes. i was pretty oh, i thought it was three fair uh, enough uh, mark for death is three mark for death is three that's what it is so you do have one left slap him again i get an extra d6 because he's mar marked for death fair enough six and double it well, you get a really good rip on this guy with this opening Six. attack, and he staggers a little bit. And then another claw swipes out. But he kind of, now that you can see, he steadies himself and adjusts his mallet. Dwarves are stout little dudes. Well, that's a 19 out of die. It's a 19. You can't just keep hitting people. Um... 39. 39's a regular hit. See, you and can't he's just... not flat-footed. No, he's not flat-footed. So I only get my normal dice. It was a good opener. Do you get marked for death too on top of that? I do. You need sneak attack for that, I think. Mm -mm. Oh, no? Marked okay. for death is when I hit oh, my fair target. Enough. I get another d6 from uh, backstab. 
So, six, seven, eight, twelve, nineteen. So, nineteen more damage. Not bad. I'm sad he didn't outright die. And with that, uh, he is, he is injured, obviously. You've landed a pretty mortal blow. But the linemen of the Guild of Arms are, well, dwarves are natively quite stout, and the Guild of Arms trained soldiers, doubly so. Now, this man is still very much in fighting form. There was a lot of dwarf meat mm. in this prison right now. Marshall is probably going to do something about that. I'm going to show you some dwarf. That, please don't show me your dwarf meat. <laughs> Go get my wine. <laughs> ah, um, I'm probably not going to grow just because of how cramped it is. So, because I don't know if I can even fit on large. You uh, you can. Getting through the doorways will be like difficult terrain, but it's not like there's a ton of space you need to move. You are behind everyone, so you could reach over them with your halberd. Like you, you could if you wanted to. Uh, but but I could, but you could have I still a halberd, reach... so you can reach by anyway. They're gonna cover regardless. So okay. So I, so if I even if I did smack with it, it would still right because you're you're like line fighting behind your allies, so they have light cover, so they have plus one to their AC basically. Okay, that's fine. All right. Um, so I'm just gonna rage and not grow for once, which feels ugh. I don't it feels icky and I don't uh. like it. Then I'm gonna go ahead and uh, take a step up. And I'm gonna go ahead. We're and, just gonna uh, quickly abuse this guy as a team. I'm just gonna go ahead and take a jab at him with old Slappy. So, For a. Hold on, math. 38. 38 will hit. I got my traits mixed up, but the damage numbers ended up being the same. Okay. Backstabber is two damage per hit, and I got a deadly d6 on my crit. And the D6 I rolled was a four, which would have been the two instances of the backstab nah, anyways. Easy. So, it was the same thing either way. It was only uh, 22 damage. 22 damage. What What kind of a barbarian are you? This dude just did 130 something. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was like that was like sorcerer I, type damage. I rolled really bad. I rolled really but bad. But with that res, it will be your turn. I make eye contact with the dwarf who shunned me from the door. And the dwarvish, I say... How could you? Be careful who you turn away from the door, for they may be your enemy. And um, I'm gonna lingering spell Dirge of Doom. That is bring up the home. <laughs> Warbling toots. So, Toot minor. It's spooky. <laughs> um. So I need to make a perform check versus the normal DC of the highest level affected by the thing. That's a. What is that Nate? Where? 30... It's your closer spell, uh, like, uh, yeah, so DC by level, it was level DC, yeah, right? Level DC. So that'll, 30 anything will survive, uh, yeah. succeed. Alright, so, that's going, if it, it's a regular success, so if you last for a few turns. Last for three, I think? So, yeah. Three. So, that there for me. And then, I'm gonna look at him in Synthasia. <laughs> okay. Synesthesia? Yep, Synesthesia. What is having a bad time? Don't just say a spell name at me. What do you do? That oh my god, it's this thing. <laughs> Make this me a little save, please. Rearranged. Pretty please. The nerve of this man. Hmm. He can see pain now. He can taste purple. Mm. I once tasted purple. 
24. Oh, uh, well, he fails. So he's effective for one he minute. Can field triangles. <laughs> I've always wanted to field triangles. Exclusively only triangles. So what happens? Um, basically, he. Don't just say a spell name. What are you doing? Yes, you're correct. Um, he is. When he makes eye contact with me, because I, I make sure he knows I'm here, he's suddenly sued with a flash of light, and now he sees the sound of the dirge of doom. He he can taste taste the sound of the metal of them stabbing. I actually taste the the sound of the blood of flow falling from him. You know those wiggly filters? He's that's what he's seeing. It's he the dirge is of doom. Just everything. He tastes the color purple. Taste the color purple. Well, uh, up first is the three guys from the back room because they rolled initiative higher. So, uh, one of them comes out, uh, the foremost, is going to step up alongside to uh, kind of form a rank here to support his incredibly injured ally here. Stepping right up in front of Trishik. And as the doorway is kind of in the middle, he's going to swing through the doorway at Rasheen because he doesn't have a great angle on Trishik, mm -hmm. but through the middle he's got a good shot on you. And uh, as he comes in here, he raises his maul up. It's a, like a massive two-handed weapon here and swings it forward, not terribly high, but like he was driving a railway python, bringing it down dead center towards the uh, center of your breastplate. Okay. The cool thing about massive hammers is you don't have to like Aim. Do fancy aiming. You I mean, just I, hit I, them with the big stick. It's kind of a big hammer. I saw Marshall's hammer. AOO? No. What were you getting AOO for? It's my halberd, and I have. He stepped into it. He stepped into it. He hasn't gone through it. Okay, my yeah. bad. Sorry. You good. So he gives you a smack. It's going to be a 42. A 42 does not Oof. critical me because my shield is up. That's good. But with your shield up, as you get it in the way of this, uh, this is going to crash into your shield and into you with enough force to blast you over. Uh, this is going to knock you prone. Okay. Oof. With a mighty swing. Um, and I'll shield block to uh, deflect as much of that damage as possible. Okie dokie. And that damage is going to be the sizable amount. You were hit with a mallet the size of most of your body. <laughs> uh, that is going to be... You said it did not crit? It did not crit. Okay, it's only 37 bludgeoning damage. Okay. Oh. Uh, so my fortifying pebble that I have painstakingly acquired from the Guild of Arms will immediately shatter. <laughs> so that drops down to 27 damage minus a hardness of 13 goes to 14 damage that I'm taking. 14 damage to you in the shield and dashes you down to the ground. Okay. Um, from the back line, another one of them is going to... It looks like he was reaching for the front door, but the front door kind of falls apart, and he's not entirely positive what to do about that. So he comes out of the door, mallet in hand, and just looks out and sees Resme, and uh, just raising his mallet up, I don't know what you think brought you here, but you'll best be leaving. He's going to try to intimidate you. Um, lightning will crackle in her eyes, and she'll say, I'm not going anywhere. Uh, 32 versus your will DC. Um, a 32 will just succeed by one. Frightened one. Um, and the third one back there, who doesn't have much room, 
to do anything. Uh, has his maul up at the ready. He moves up kind of to reinforce behind him. There is just a wall of dwarf in this passageway here. Uh, and as he looks through, uh, look at, should I fetch the sergeant? They run for help? <laughs> Looking at the guy in front of him whose lifeblood is pouring down his armor. <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> so the one in the doorway, who is synesthesiated, stops for a moment. <laughs> he pushed Rez back, and then the door disintegrated, and then he smelled purple. <laughs> so he's got his hand here, or his mallet in front of him. He just kind of looks at Resme. He looks over at Rez. He slowly backs down and puts his maul on the ground. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. And just starts, just walks out of the building. And just, like, this just, man is my just, champion. Resume salutes him as he leaves. And walks down the road, just, why well, not him? The guy that Rez sent a stage the guy in the front door. He turns and just walks down the road, turns away from everyone, just leaves. Nope. Nope. This man is a champion. Nope. <laughs> that was probably the best decision possibly have made. That was the sanest thing I've ever seen an enemy do. <laughs> and as, as he leaves, uh, the other one that's here in the door that is desperately injured uh, turns to his friend. What do you think we're here for? Take him down! And raises up his mallet and swings across towards Marshall with a big overhand blow. Biting through the pain. Reach? Reach? Oh, not Marshall. It's your cheek. Sorry. Ah, I was about the other to person who was in the doorway. Nimble dodge. Nimble. I don't want to get crit. Yeah, please, no. They hurt bad. Uh, it's going to be a 40 even. Uh, this will as well catch you with the massive head of this mallet. Dash you down to the ground. Uh, you are going to take 35 points of bludgeoning damage because I rolled two lower. Uh, but then as you are on the ground, you haven't heard him at all. It's really just been Trashik. He brings it up again and just down for a second big wallop while you're laying on the ground prone. Uh, he is going to get math, 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 uh, 33. That hits. Okay. I wasn't sure. I was, I was wondering if the frightened one would make a difference there, but I guess 33 is probably still high enough. Uh, 33. Bonks you again. And you are going to take an additional 28 points of bludgeoning damage. Fair payback. <laughs> he did not nearly as much as you did to him. That was not a fair <laughs> trade at all. Uh, but as we come around to Resme here, Blade Tiger, what's this? Squid is under capacity on villain points. <laughs> Back to three we go. I'm all fire here. I haven't gotten to use any yet. Other than that, we'll say, but it was way too funny if he would not do. So as that one guy leaves, the other dude in the doorway uh, that is with him, that just kind of yelled at Resume, he says, where are you going? You can't just leave. And he just, nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Just, nope. <laughs> he, can, he can hear, he can hear, um, purple. Resume. I thought it was taste, but okay. Oh, it's all of it. It just keeps changing. In the full purple experience. Um, Resme, who is enraged at the fact that her friends were kidnapped out from under her, um, 
will uh, look up at the sky and she'll start to shape lightning in her hands. And what sky? I'm outside. The ceiling? It's a cave. So. Oh, you did, You said I was outside. You are yeah, outside. You are outside. It's it's outside so. It's fine. It's I'm calling down there. lightning anyway. You can't stop me. <laughs> okay. The magic says so. I wonder if these dwarves have even seen lightning before. Probably not for a lot of them. Yeah. And she'll continue to shape it until it forms a large whip. And uh, she'll strike out Ventus Forminas. And uh, that's chain lightning because this is what it was made for. Give me my reflex saves, yeah, you all got you stocky dwarves. 20 dudes who have a terrible reflex save. Guys, Very a lot of metal are about to not dodge. All right, guy number one, you're going to crit, all right? I know your reflex save is bad on account of all the armor and you're a dwarf, but you're just going to roll a 20. And you're afraid. 40, uh, 39, he's frightened one. Uh, that is not a crit. That's just a success. What, a 40 of crit? Nope. No, oh, no it wouldn't have actually been a 41. You'd have needed a 41. Oh, I was going to say, damn your dirge of doom, if that <laughs> made the difference. 39. So he regularly succeeds on the guy in the doorway, and then we'll jump across to the dude who's swinging at Roshin. And it's funny. That's a 20! Uh -oh. oh, they're right here! Their armor's too conductive. It dissipates all the electricity. I hate two people. <laughs> still hit one. Nerd. I rolled a 19 and then a 20. They don't want any of these craps. I don't I blame much them. I'd rather those go to saves than attack. That's actually probably better than yeah. beating you with those yeah. dice. So yeah, I, I agree. I will take that. I want to use villain points, but I can't stop rolling 20s, dude. Use them on the 20. My life is hard. <laughs> like you're in a circus. So the first guy's going to take half, and it's going to arc through the second guard, who is swinging this wormhole through at Roshin, through these iron bars. You can see the electricity arc across his armor, the haft of his maul, and through the iron bars that separate the back area of this, dissipating up into the walls and grounding around the outside of the hey, building. Now you did it. It went under the... It went under the screen. Why? It's gone. Yeah, okay. well, it's well, here. Another one. 21, uh, it's going to be 30 points of damage. Is that already halved? That's already halved. Okay. 30 points of lightning damage on the guy in the doorway. Uh, shield. Pink. Rasheen. I know right. I just hit you, but please no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that wasn't nearly as effective as I hoped it was going to be. Uh, Rasheen is going to um, kind of uh, duck her shield up a bit, kind of get a bit more cover and push herself to her feet and brace for a whole bunch of attacks coming in at me. Oh. Attacks of opportunity time. So both dwarves in the doorway are, uh, well, actually, that's the one. The one that's swinging at you is going to take the opportunity. The other one is very busy pounding Trishik into a fine scale paste. <laughs> uh, but the one that has a good angle on you is going to follow up. That's a villain point. That's a villain point. Uh, and as you view your shield there, he's like, your shield eat the first blow. Surprisingly, not nearly as damaged as he expected. So he's actually going to bring it around as you like twist the mallet in his hand and bring the flat end of them all down just for the sheer bulk force. That he can crush down on you. You're getting hydraulic pressed. I see that. It went up by one. Woo. Um, 34. Uh, 34 is a uh, normal hit. 33 is frightened one, if that matters. Uh, 33 is. I'm. Um, do I do I still have the? You AC are prone, the prone because getting up is what provokes, and then you're up after the attack. And then the it's gone. Okay, so that's a normal hit. Um, but I will shield block. I'll tuck. She'll tuck her knees under the shield and actually support it from all four angles. To kind of try to soak the hit. Fetal push. That's All right. it. Ew. 
Yeah. 22 points of bludgeoning damage. You did a pretty good job of holding that off. Okay. And uh, Hoylet and Chet, Reyes, the hat's particularly jaunty today. I have a coin, Dapper Rat. Yeah. Um, and then I'll get get up. Yeah, then you're up. Oh, don't want to get hit with that again. Unfamedic. And she'll throw up whirling scars with her quickened action for the for the day. Okie dokie. So that means you do it as one action? Yeah, it's one action, yeah. Okay. And with whirling scarves up for Sheik. Can you AOO if you're flat-footed? Yes. Okay. There's nothing that, like, stops you from AOOing. If you're, you're taking minus two to it. Well, I guess not if you're oh, flat-footed. You can you, prone, uh, just, like, can but... you attack? Oh, right. What do you, what do you... If I make them flat-footed, can they then AOO? Yeah, they me? still AOO. Okay. You pass this to Trishik, by the way. Well, they would still be able to do that. Which one just attacked? Uh, the one at full health. The one okay, catty so for Roshin. The one that's very injured is the one that's very focused on you. He didn't spend his arrow. Well, I'm going to deception him to faint him. Okay. If you just kill him from the floor. <laughs> yeah, but I got to get him flat-footed for that's so true. I can sneak attack. He's frightened. He's frightened. Oh, yeah, he I is frightened. That. Everybody's flat-footed. Yeah, he's dirge. He's oh, dirge yeah, striker. Steal your ankles, dude. <laughs> He suddenly gets shorter, doesn't know why. Doesn't know why. So, this dude's already reeling. And I'm actually going to go in right for the groin, getting up where the thigh meets the hip on the inside of his armor. So the plates would come together. So your minus two from being prone and his minus two from being flat-footed are pretty much a wash. So we'll just roll normal and normal. You guys are really How are you so bad at this? It has to be this tower. Well, the tower happened over there. The tower's not up against the ramp, is it? It doesn't matter. I, it, like, I it came from an angle that was like... I'm know. putting it just in the tower. <laughs> it's about to happen. And reroll, because <laughs> that is a four. Purple, you can sit down, and we're going to go... We're going to go back to Malachite. I'm stealing his ankle. I'm stealing his groin. Yeah, we're going back to Malachite. <laughs> and Trishik, you all want to hand you that right back. Laropa, Trishik for the GTA Grand Theft Ankles. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Well played. That's pretty good. So that's that pretty would good, be actually. a 29, which I'm pretty sure doesn't hit. 29 is not going to hit, no. He's armored enough that you can't get a great angle on him from the ground here. Well, now that he's distracted, we go for the ankles. <laughs> <laughs> trying to defend his groin, so now he's still that's at speed. So uh, that's actually going to be... A little better? No, because minus four. Oh, yeah. But it's or, I, No, that, that wasn't a nine. That was a six. So 19... That's an 31. eight. 31 is still not going to do it. I was actually contemplating re-rolling it, but... Well, Sanity so for you, you oh, lash well. at him. One more. Unamas. You could trip him. Flailing ground lizard technique. Just roll a 20. Ah, that is not a 20. It will be. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Why do you guys hurt my soul when you use hero points on third iteratives? Because this it's is really it. funny when I put 20s on the table. Yeah, but you don't do that. What? 17. 17's a decent number. Does so, that make it higher? Yeah, no. a little bit. Because it went from a 12 to a 17, so that would be two higher, so it's 33. One higher, because plus and minus You're four. You're correct. I'm dumb. So 32, 32. We'll hit him. You were one. So, I'm going to steal this man's ankles real quick. Don't mind me. He's well, the, flat, the, the Frightened the doesn't stack places. with Flatfooted. They're the same penalty. Oh, okay. Probably start calling you the Reaper. Those man. are just fives. And maybe They're all five. You can't just roll. You have to roll. <laughs> 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 
Like they're, they're not just fives. fives. There's a two. That's the That's just the five upside down. It is. It is. Like I my mean, brain, right? Kind of. Five. five, 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 upside down five. So total 29. <laughs> 29? Yeah. He's, uh, he's very nice to have met your acquaintance. I don't believe I'll know you for much longer. At that point, he is that one. He is now mortally wounded, but that is still not quite enough to bring him down as he is raising his maul up for another big bonk on the lizard. Just stay down, you damned animal! Uh, Marshall, he's up. Well, oh, it's my turn. So, I'm going to, uh, the one that's trying to take the whack at him. Right. I'm gonna, like, I fought him with someone your own size! Or bigger. <laughs> I did not intimidate him. No, but he's very distracted by the lizard that is mauling him to death. <laughs> it's okay. Old Slappy's just going to give him a good old poke. <laughs> Boop. He's already frightened anyway. Oh, this is not terrible. Uh, 34? That'll do it. All right. Let's see if we can roll better on the damage this time. Because that last poke was just sad. Wow. Much better. So that's going to be... Let's see... Math, 11 plus 17, 28. So 28 is he's got this thing up almost like a sledgehammer. He's not wielding it like a weapon of war at this point. He has one hand almost up below the head and the other low down the shaft to try and get it through the doorframe here. He pulls it up, yells at Drashik, and you just stick your halberd right through him. Okay. And that is going to execute the first of the Dwarven guards here. I tried to tell him he wasn't going to be alive for yeah, one egg. Oh, he's actually... You can swing at the guy on the other side of the door, but, I mean, they got cover anyway, so it doesn't matter. They already have cover for you. Well, I just kind of just skewer right where he slit him, and then I'm just going to go immediately turn the blade sideways and go straight for the guy right next to him. Minus five. Minus five. So that's still a 33. 33 will do it. <laughs> Woo! Cover it all. Look at this guy go. That's actually a, an interesting thing just oh that was crap that was flat footed and frightened it's still damaged though well i do stack actually yeah i don't think i would have changed right? anything yet uh right and, and flat foot's actually circumstance yeah, so i yeah. do actually stack uh but i rolled a 30 for my second attack what was the damage on this guy oh uh, the second swing it was it was bad it was 20 but it's still damaged that's all that matters it would have been one lower i wasn't counting frightened not too lower mm. res i am going to walk until I can see Walk up next to next Marshall. to Resme probably. Yeah, I'm gonna just walk up until I can see Marshall. Marshall! Mr. Marshall, hold on. This might tingle a little bit. I and collective transposition to put me behind one space behind Marshall, and Marshall one space right in front of me. So he's in front of the door and I'm behind him. He was. So you want Marshall? The old switcheroo. Okay, no, old switcheroo. You gotta trade places? Yeah, I'm back there. Marshall is Flanking. Right there. Nah, perfect. Is oh. transposition only two actions? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it should be. Only two actions. Okay. So oh. you walk over, oh. warp him into the door. He's very confused. Don't let him out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and now it is their turn. We have the guy <laughs> in the doorway here who's getting ready to step out with the mall up to go try and shove uh, Raz and Reze back. And then Marshall kind of appears in front of me. He's like, whoa, what? Hi. Uh, ah. <laughs> I like this meat shield so much better. Slap. Uh, big slap. Biggest slapus. Biggest slapus is going to be 
A 38 to hit you. It does not crit. Uh, but it is going to bowl you down to the ground. So your size advantage. You are a fairly large dwarf, but you are a dwarf. And as he knocks Marshall flat in the doorway here, he's going to hit him for... Wow, 21 points of bludgeoning damage. He was very caught off guard. So he was uh, super minus, not ready for that. I think, what is it? It's 3 plus 7. No, wait. Yeah, so minus 7, so 14 bludgeoning damage. Okay. Yeah. Uh, raging resistance bludgeoning, right? So, right. Yeah. Yeah. And then as you are on the ground, uh, just laid it to Sheik before, he's going to look over to uh, Resume, and he's just going to bat Marshall again. <laughs> Like almost a state of confusion. I'm unaware how this dwarf got here. That's true. Forty-two. I'm going to roll my d20s. Oh wait, I don't have that on my armor, do I? No, we did not yeah. get the fortification rune. You got a shifting rune. That was where you were going to get the fortification rune. You decided on a shifting rune instead. That's right. You never uh, got the fortification rune. Uh, oh, well, the that. rune. You asked for a different rune. Yeah. yeah. We got to the point, you're like, you want shifting instead. So that's going to... He's going to bonk a little bit on that one. Oh, boy. As you're on the ground, a ripe, the pri a prone dwarf in heavy armor is the prime target for a massive crushing maul. And he is going to bring this down very politely but firmly. Against the torso of the marshal. Four. 64 points of bludgeoning damage. Yep. Wop. Uh, minus seven. Bonk. So that's 57. Okay, so. Math. And then we have two dwarves still inside. One who has seen Roshin get up. And he sees his friend go down next to him. You're not making this any better for yourselves. You're slaying members of the Guild of Arms. Do you think you're in the right? And pulls it up and goes to dash you back down to the ground. I'm going to villain point it. I'm going to villain point it. And he is pretty spurred from just like kind of scrambling a confused defense to how they get here to pretty much enrage by seeing the man next to him cut down as Trashik stole his ankles and then he got stabbed. Uh, and he puts all of that hate behind his blow for a 45 to hit you. Ooh, a 45. That's a crit-tastic, actually. And, uh... Oh, um, <clears throat> concealment check. Oh! You made the mistake. No, I did the concealment thing. First. You oh, did no. the thing. Good I thing have you a got villain point. villain points. I have one villain point. I did the thing. You I know, It's destined to happen anytime you make this mistake. Seven? A seven? Um, not that misty. I couldn't remember if it was six or seven six, was the cutoff for failure. It doesn't matter. You would have cast either way, but... Oh, yeah. It's, it's me. Yeah, it's me. That's meat. right. So, uh, as he gets a big strike here, enraged all his own, smashing Roshin to the ground. Um... Eh, shield block. He's sure. going to hit you for 60 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. So no matter how high the attack roll, the crit can only be so high. 47. And knock you back prone. And as he does, he turns to the doorway to Trashik here and just raged a wordless, almost bestial scream in your face to intimidate with a 20. 
eight versus your will DC. I don't believe that. Yeah, it's almost not yeah. even as intimidating because he's just so angry. You can't even put words together. Roshin's going to cough a little bit of blood. Look, you're either <coughs> insurgents or you're working for the government. You can't go back and forth the way it suits you. And the third one here is going to step over to the door frame where he can see Trashik. I'm knocked down again, right? You are down again, yes. You're I think both... that's going to crease my shield in half, by the way. <laughs> I would imagine it probably does. Yeah. Uh, and as I think both of you are laying on the ground on the backside of this door with a rat standing yes. behind them. He just kind of looks up. I'm going to rot. Where do we get a rot? <laughs> Swing interesting to the doorway. Nimble dodge. Nimble floor dodge. Lizard, break dancing. lizard break dance. It's going to be a 38. Not a crit. He bonked. You're already on the ground. He can't make you proner. Mm. 21 points of bludgeoning damage. And then uh, he almost does that just like without kind of thinking, just smashes it down. And he's he's standing kind of working around his fallen comrade here. And he doesn't seem like he's comfortable standing here. You guys are both prone. And he sees the rat back here with a book and a hat and a little horn and no weapons. And he turns back. There's a, there's a rat wizard. There's a rat wizard. I'll get him. And <laughs> moves up towards Reyes. So he's like gonna push past us. He's gonna try and push past you as you're both on the ground. Um, well, can I like kick him away from? It's versus your reflex DC, I think. Oh. Acrobatics versus your reflex DC, mm -hmm. I believe. He's gonna be trying if to walk trying to get by over without, you. If he's trying uh, to roll yeah, through. Yeah. Yeah, and it's going to be. He's not good at it. It was a good roll, but he's not great at it. Thirty-two. And he's frightened one. Uh, 31? Uh, 31, uh, I don't get my bulwark for this, I'm assuming. Probably not, no. Probably not, no, okay, so I'm at, I'm at 27, so he can oh. get past me. So he is going to step over Roshin and end up, uh, the bottom one in the door frame is step over Roshin in front of Rez. But, up that one. doesn't protect him from me. You? No. So I get to AOO him, right? You have AOO? You have AOO. I'm thinking first edition because I was just. I was like, since when do you have a tag of opportunity? No, like, I'm... he wouldn't have done anything different, but like, this is news. No, I'm this just... is the first time it's ever actually come out. That's first pretty. edition's on my mind. Yeah. Uh, and that will bring us to Resume. That is the three dwarves that are still remaining. Which I guess I'll just go ahead and put all three of them on here as their own thing now. I had them in two and three. Um, Resume um, will lock eyes right as he's stepping over uh, Roshin to go target Raz and an image will appear in his head of um, uh, the commander uh, seeing what he's done and coming toward him with revenge and hatred and shame in his eyes to cut him down. Phantasmal killer. Oof. You boss gonna be so it's mad. Okay. I have a villain. Right <laughs> it's okay. give, me, give me that hot will save. He's a frightened one. He is frightened one. That's not great. Uh, 28. That is going to be a failure. It's not going to critically fail, probably. It is not going to critically fail, regular. but it is going to fail. It's going to have a bad it's time. It's still going to hurt. He's not going to feel good about this. <laughs> he is not. Uh, so he's going to take 8d6, and he is now frightened too. So he is super spooked now. He's double spooked. Spooky. From the makers of spooked. Double spooked. Double to spook. And half the time. I ask you to time and step away from the rat. Yeah. Oh, 
Ooh. Oh, that's good. Uh, 11, 13, 16, 18, 20, Came it down a little bit. It went up a little too high and we moved the camera up. Like a little, little, little. Uh, that's going to be a 27 uh, mental damage. This guy is unhurt at the moment. This is a new lad. And uh, as she locks eyes with him, she'll he'll hear in his head, if you hurt my friend, you are doomed to eternity. You intimidate him? Ooh. He's already frightened too. You can't really intimidate him. Don't really want to. Oh. Uh, that's shield. Oh. That's just the end of the phantasmal <laughs> oh, that's the killer. Oh, fair enough. And you see him as he walks over, coming to you, kind of picking his way over O'Sheen. His shield is folded around her arm and kind of like stuck in her breastplate from the force of the blow. And he kind of scrunches his face and pulls his mouth up. He is the right wizard! He is! Yeah. <laughs> He's a big old grin on his face. O'Sheen. Uh, hmm. He's going after my rat wizard. <laughs> He's going after your rat wizard. He's going after my rat wizard. My rat. But he's a scarred. He's very scared. He is very scarred. Uh, let's see here. So there's two. Uh, soaking two AOOs isn't really something I want to do. Are you sure? <laughs> All the cool kids are doing it. All the cool kids are I mean, soaking do two it. AOOs. Um. So first off, Cuthinch and Glyphs are going to pop up around her as she casts a shield spell. Um, you win this time, verbal only. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Um, and actually... Magic shield is pretty chonky at this point, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it, it's it is. Chunky. I think I can break it for 20 points of damage reduction. I guess pretty um, girthy. I think actually... <laughs> yeah, fortitude saves not a good idea. <laughs> I'm just not gonna try it. All right. Um, maybe you can try. Maybe. Maybe. Anything could happen. I got them to fail a fortitude. Save. That's true. You actually he failed. They start. This fight started with them failing a fortitude that save. Just roll true. ones, foreheads. Can happen. All right. So, uh, just where do you think you're going? And. Uh, We'll go and, um, oh, Raz about to get squished. All right, all right, all right. Uh, oh, um, my shield is broken. So she's gonna, her now free hand, open as it is, she's gonna reach out, grab this dwarf by his ankles and just yank to try to just knock him to the ground. Just stealing ankles. Trip him, all right, give me your athletics. Uh, I'm gonna go and, uh, spend this here hero point because she really doesn't want uh, Raz to get hit with a maul that is literally the size of his entire body. <laughs> Probably would be a bad time for him to evolve. It's bigger. It went it's up. a little bigger. It's a little bigger. He's frightened. It might work. He's uh, frightened too. He's frightened too. It's, uh, it's a 27. 27. Not going to do it. Ah. I know no fears. Um, and then she's believe, gonna... Little red. I believe. She's gonna just try to stab up at him with a sword. Alright. Right in the butt cheek. That's probably not gonna do it. Minus five is, uh, 27. Yeah, yeah. it's not gonna find anything. Trishik, though. Disarm's an athletics check, right? Disarm is an athletics check, and you have to critically succeed to do the thing that you want to do. So if I stand up, the guy on the other side of this wall can still hit me, right? You have cover, but yes. And if I attempt to disarm from the floor, it's a minus two. Yes. 
Why not? Which flavor of why not? Why not disarm him before he can take a swing at Raz? Easy. It's easy. Just roll 20s, forehead. So I'm going to attempt to disarm him. That's not bad. That's an 18. Plus? Plus my athletics, which is a 20, so that's a 36. 36 will regular succeed. So as you kind of lash up at his weapon, uh, he loses a bit of grip on it. You you get a good pull. He's still got it. Um, but not as firmly as he had. Well, I'm just going to rip into the back of his calves. Armor's on the front. Not uh, what are you... armored in the back. I feel like there's a great miscommunication about what armor is. <laughs> That's how lizard armor Not is. against magic claws. No, he's grieving you. Yeah. Greaves actually tend to be open at the back. That's how you get them on. I suppose. You, but this is tougher dwarven ones, armor. Yeah, tougher ones will hinge and close. Dwarven armor is like a giant manacle, yeah. No, it's a so, dwarfical. Uh, first attack is a 32. So it's minus four, because it is your... Yeah, this, okay. 19 plus 13. 32 will hit. Is that with your prone penalty, or are we watching that still? That's not so. That would be a thirty against him. Uh, thirty against his. I was just curious if we were. We're still a watch because he's yeah. flat-footed because he's frightened. Uh, so that'll hit. And this is the guy in the doorway, not the one in front of Raz. The one in front of Raz. So the one in front of Raz. Okay, yeah. the one who will step past you. Because he's the one who's currently a, a problem for someone else. Look at this. Trishik is a selfless so, lizard. He is selfless. My hero. Seventeen. Pretty bad roll there. Is that what your sneak attack too? Mm -hmm. Oh well. Three yeah. ones. Unfortunately. I mean, considering how you were rolling earlier. Yeah. yeah, you got some stuff to catch up Balance on. in the universe. And I mean, I, I have will, my bad rolls too. Like today. Attempt to hit him again. I want to make him look away from Raz. Floral Lizard is just going nuts. Oh, yeah. So, hey, 18. 33. 33 will hit him. I swear I'm good at math. Floral Lizard's in there. Don't need to stand up. Just roll better. So eh, that's not terrible. No, that's a little better. 11, 12, 13, 14, 21. This is Gecko Roman wrestling. Heh. All right. And you're getting some good. You're, you're ripping at him a bit, but you're not really getting any big solid hits. Uh, these are just little. Like you're drawing some blood through his armor, but it's not much. He's very heavily armored. You're just kind of. Yeah, you're, you're probably getting his attention. That's all I'm trying to do. But it's do. not doing a ton of meaningful damage to him. Edaware, Florida man found stockpiling dangerous villain points. Claims used for self defense against meddling kids. Probably back up to two here. You love to see it. I hate this stupid dog. Marshall. Well, <laughs> prone team, prone team. Oh, would you also like a prone card? Do you want to feel no, like the cool kids? It's not going to be long. I'm actually out. No, I have one more. You can have a prone card too. Part of the part of the front line's job is to lay on the ground and take up space in this fight. Well, at this point, um, I'm going to do. I, I see what they're doing. I'm like, you know what? That sounds like a good idea. I'm going to grab him by the ankles and trip him. Okay. Because <laughs> I is strong boy. <laughs> Hey. So that's a 14 plus a 23. So that's a 37. And I have Juggernaut. No, wait, that's... That's just before it saves. 37 is absolutely going to pull the man the doorway to the ground. Yeah. We are Whoop. just playing... It's just floor party. All fights then, go to the ground. <laughs> I'm pretty sure... <laughs> this is like an actual fight. Everybody <laughs> ends up on the floor. I'm pretty sure he's still going to be able to hit me, but I'm going to get up. 
and he is i mean he's gonna have a minus two because he's prone yeah uh, and a minus one because he's frightened and what do you want to read on those prone cards and tell me if it's a status or a circumstance circumstance. Uh, circumstance. Okay, that is, I thought that one. I thought that one was. So he will take a swing at you. He's got a minus three here. <laughs> Trade places. Nat one. Is it kind of hard to swing a giant war mall while you're I, being I just toppled? Get As I'm so. getting up, I'm just like... <laughs> Turn old sloppy around and just go for a... <laughs> for a yeah, minus five. You know what? I'm just gonna regrip that very firmly. Stab more gooder. A bunch of heavily armored dwarves just rolling around on the floor. They're like turtles. It's like a dwarf. Fight. It's like turtles. <laughs> it's almost better, but not great. The turtle so fight. I doubt a 27 is going to do anything about that. 27 will not. Now even through the flat foot, right, frightened. Raz. Man, I'm doing terrible. All right, so I look behind me. Everything is dark back there. Um, Everything is dark back there. Shoot. You can see stuff from Machine's light. You can see exactly what's what's illuminated. It's like a yeah. series of successive slices from the light. It is. It is very confusing. I'm gonna take a step backwards. Um. I don't want you want you here. I'm gonna collect a transposition him. Um, it's a, was it a fort save or a will save? It is... Probably, it's probably a I know you do it to enemies, it's a save of some kind. It is a will save. Um, <laughs> and I can't see any of the cells except for the one with the lady in it. Uh, you can see the cells are to either side of you, but it, it is like pitch dark. Yeah, the lady's in the cell right next to you. You can see the corner of Marshall's cell right, on the other side. It's pitch dark, so the light doesn't let me see anything either. No, nah, there's no light at all. Alrighty then, I'm just going to collect a transposition from back in front of Roshin. <laughs> Actually, back outside. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it. Six steps. Okie dokie. Will thought. right back out there. Save of the will. Thirty-four. Thirty-four. That's with the frightened two. Thirty-three because he's frightened two. Yeah. Forgot he had the two. Um, he success. He succeeds. So he's unaffected. I just look at him. Uh -oh. I'm gonna ask you not. <laughs> so in the doorway Please. we have the slap fight um the front door guard has been taken down and then marshall's kind of stabbed at him kind of spins his uh, puts the plants out of his maul on the ground kind of kind of rolls over that to push himself up that's an attack of opportunity now you get to bonk this man or stab stab definitely right? stab big stab uh 35 35 will hit Old Slappy says no. Actually, I'm just going to pancake him. Why not? He's the flat part of the Slappy. That's Denied. the... That's actually pretty good. Uh, 15 plus 17, so that's 32. Pretty good slap. He gets a big slap while he's getting up. But as he gets up to his feet, he has that mole on the ground, and he brings it swinging around with both hands. Almost a big, like, upward stroke. Uh, putting those... So again, just slapping the mass up towards your chest. And I kind of raised myself here. <laughs> frightened Uno. It's going to be 36. It does not crit. And as that catches you, the impact's almost going to lift you up a moment before it drops you back on your back. <sighs> Battle of the turtles. Battle of the turtles. <laughs> yeah. And you suck. That went nowhere you wanted it. Now I hit the tower.
I don't want to pitch it, but there's so much crap on the way on the table. Uh, he is going to give you wow, high attack, low damage. This is how we how we roll it here. But I like to see. twenty points of bludgeoning damage. I think we got a record so low 13. on that one. Thirteen points of bludgeoning damage as he dashes you back to the ground. Uh, inside, there is the one who is next to Roshin, who is almost bewildered by the fact that you are still conscious. <laughs> Looking on the ground in almost disbelief as he just continues with this mall just pounding down at you while you have this now magical shield in front of you. Uh, How many bloody shields could you possibly have? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> well, I have one left. <laughs> 42. 42, not a crit. Not a crit, but we like to see. Shield spell doing the business there. Shield spell and the frightened one coming together, high-fiving to make that not a crit. I love it. Um, 31 points bludgeoning damage. Okay. And he's gonna... He's looking a bit more bloody. Do it again! For 32... Uh, 32. Actually, it's going to hit, and the runes are going to come together and just force it away. And just he's just going. Third wild swing of the mall here. 32. It was five higher than the 20. Oof. Banging away. And that then, shield spell is working it. Friend of Rez. So glad I didn't break it. I just realized something. Oh, well. He's going to step forward with this mall up to Rez, uh, kind of shaking his head like he's trying to forget something but he steps up to you stepping up raising the mall before just he doesn't even bring it all the way overhead just kind of at the shoulder level and just dashes it down sideways almost like short hafting it at your tiny little rat body so he is frightened too and enfeebled and he has a disarm penalty Wait, why is he enfeebled disarm penalty ends at the start of his turn because i hit him start of his turn ends the disarm penalty okay he's still enfeebled enfeebled what one yeah okay Enfeeble doesn't stack with Frightened. Those are definitely both status. But it does lower his damage. It does lower his damage. That's true. Frightened doesn't apply to damage. So he's Frightened the Dose, which means that's only going to be a 38 to hit you. He hits. But he does not crit. Does not. That's what matters. He is going to knock the Tiny Rat very much to the ground and do one less damage you doing hear it. a squeaky toy. Because he's Enfeeble <laughs> 1. Thirty-seven cool. points of bludgeoning damage, and also knocking Raz prone, joining Team Prone Team. I deny. As we turn back around to Resme, literally everyone is on the ground except Resme. Could you make a concealment check for the time he hit me? Nineteen. Okay, add that. Get that on out of. Get that roll out of my face. Um, I forgot about the thing I have in my bag, but I didn't apply it, so... Mm. A shadow... Kicking myself. A shadow will kind of go over Resme's face like she's about to do something she seriously regrets. Oh, um, Fireball the room. But um, she will look... They already dropped. They hit the ground. They'll be fine. <laughs> she will look at the dwarf in front of Raz and yell out, Tempora speculatora revisione! And I will use Disintegrate on him. Ooh, jeez. <laughs> I'm about to commit a war I think crime. you got to hit him first. I do, uh, but one. I am also going to supplement that with True Strike. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> Ouch. Okay. 
heard you want to so, laser guide your laser. So you get to roll twice and to take the better of these two. Kind of take one finger as being the laser The man guide. is yep. back up to frightened one. Trust in the Malachite. Because he had a turn. But, oh, we are good. It's, it is war crimes o'clock, my dudes. I mean, I guess. Um, 14, That's pretty four. good. No different than the other you flavor. You might as well roll again, because if you get 20, then like you do that, yeah. 14 17. I will take the 17, you and that is going to be a uh, 38. That definitely hits. It's more Zap. Um, does he also get a fork save? I don't remember if Disintegrate double dips. Um, I think he does. I think he does, yeah. Give me a minute. I'm pulling it. This is the first time I've ever used it on a person. Saved. <laughs> first time, that's true. The first time I've ever used it to delete a door. He gets a um, save to hold his atoms together? It's been super he, knocked He needs so a fork save. Yeah. Okay, fork save. Isn't he frightened still? Still he is. One. That's, that's, okay, fill in really point. Hope um, this dude doesn't fail. That was a nat one. So, so fill in <laughs> point. Obviously, he hits this. Or this hits him as he's looking away. He's already like, he's kind of shaking. He's he's beating this rat to the ground and his green laser kind of hits him. The armor does really nothing of value. And he tries to resist it to the best of his ability. Did you one into one? No. Into two? No. 20? Oh, how bad? 28. Oh, that's one, a fail. One to four. Ooh. Was the um, villain that is a failure. Um, <laughs> He is uh, going to take 12 d10 damage. That could be 12. That could not even be bad. It could just be 12. If you I, need I, some uh, d10s. Thanks. Um, Resume looks nauseated. Um, she actually kind of almost looks like she might. It's throw actually a up. twenty-seven with frightened one. I don't think that matters. It doesn't. I need more detents. But you have to get like a twenty-two to critically fail. Each roll six and double it. Yeah, I need one more for roll six. Yeah, just roll and six it. of them. Yeah. 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 We're getting to the point again. We can't really roll all of the dice. All right. So. And what's the red one? That's a, a one. eight, a one, and a three. Okay. Thanks. So. And then that's a 10. Okay, so 18, 19, 25, 29, 32, 64. 64 points of disintegrate damage. Um, that is going to blast, uh, fizzling a hole to the back of his armor where his the steel of his plate just turns to ash that releases almost in a cloud like slapping a bag of flour uh, along with that the layer of the shirt he had underneath and at least a decent amount of the dwarf that was inside of that resume is, will turn to the side and actually vomit he is stumbling but there's a lot of dwarf there and you hit him pretty square but perhaps out of this empathy or this sense of right didn't maybe didn't put the entire disintegrate blaster into him as he still exists and is there but it has vaporized a chunk of the back of the dwarf mm. Roshin uh, okay. that was uh, one of fun arrest. ruining a perfectly good meal you can control Z stuff alright 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 here goes um so step one, shield spell. Let's keep that up. <laughs> I'm going to need that. 
step two is... <sighs> Raz is going to get pancaked. Um, her, her eye is going to flare red. Uh, Dive Lenoir <laughs> cast out a debilitating dichotomy. He's going to get pancaked. You're going to get pancaked. Bring it. Uh, by this guy on the other side of the door right now. Who's going to... Gonna swing down the 45. That's a uh, critical hit. How far? That shield spell is gonna explode. Yeah, distracting, uh, distracted Roll by the concealment. Flight. Concealment. Roll concealment. This is the time to get a one. Do it. It's cut. That's a 20. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. You know what? It's 19s and 20s. So, like, if you subscribe to that particular flavor of the gambler's fallacy, then it's doing a good job of tanking all of it all on its own. Um, but it's gonna do 56 points of bludgeoning damage. Break that shield, and I'm still up. It's gonna shatter through your shield, leaving you largely defenseless but conscious. But it's going to disrupt your spell. Uh, okay, I'm out of actions. Oh, you cast the shield first, right? Which is why I'm not down. <laughs> As he beats the debilitating dichotomy out of you. Yep. And he smashes through this magical shield. And Trashik, uh, the only guy in range of you does not have an AOO. Yeah, I'm going to stand up. <laughs> Whoop! I, I soaked it. <laughs> Go get it. You know what we call Rasheen? Conscious. Yup. <laughs> Up on my foot, my, my toes, and um, can I step over into here? To the doorway? Yeah. Yeah, you can step through the doorway. Well, then I'll uh, step over into here. And, um, Middle of town. I'm going to lunge at the dude who's been beating on Roisin. All right. I think it's their last round of being frightened. Yeah, when it ends when it comes around to you. Oh, uh, yeah. So but they are still frightened for now. Numero uno. Skirmish strike. Oh. And a strike. Step through the door, strike. give him a poke. This is probably the healthiest dude in the room. Yeah, not for Natural long. 20. So, well, that's changed really quick. Like, So remember what I said earlier about sometimes you put the dice down and they just spin across the thing and stay on one face. Well, it's beautiful to watch it just spin on a 20, well, though, right? It's a dice tower because it tumbles inside the dice it's tower. It's really nice to watch it do that onto a 20. That makes me happy. So this man is going to feel some aching in his bones. So 6, 12, 14, 21, 42. All right. And then we're going to do it again. Like we did last summer. 20 on the table. So that would be 8. What, what, I guess I didn't even see what. So that's a sixteen. That's a 16. Yeah, that's a sixteen. Well, so probably I'm sure it hits him again. He's, he's still flat-footed and frightened. Like that definitely hits him again. Hit him again. I'm not worried about hitting it again. I wasn't sure what the outcome was gonna be. There we go. <laughs> oh, that's nice. So well, actually, no, it's 17, even. Eighteen. Twenty-five. And because he's standing there and he's a nuisance to my existence. <laughs> I'm going to hit him again. You stood up. Yes, you did. I did. You stood up. Yeah. Marshall. Ah. Well, that kind of messes up what I was going to do next, but that's okay. I'll just do the same old tactic. I'm going to go ahead and trip the guy, you know, that's been whacking on me. 
keep doing the thing. I'm pretty sure he stripped because that's a 38. Yeah. Or no, I'm sorry, that's a 40 something. 40 something? He not only does he trip, that critically succeeds, which means additionally, he takes D6 bludgeoning damage. No. Wow. Jump back. He lands particularly. Give that man a six. Yeah, he does not land. Four. Kind of lands on his neck and cricked a little bit. It's a four. That's still decent. This man's gonna need a chiropractor. Oh, he didn't have on him before. And then uh, upon upon that notion, I just kind of used the momentum to help myself back up. <laughs> As you stand up, he's gonna swing at you too. This is kind of how this goes. You each just get attack of opportunity when the other person stands up. Uh, and he's got Smatic. minus two for being prone, minus three because he's frightened. It's alright, you're about to get a lot of heal. 35. Oh, yeah. I mean, it'll hit, unfortunately. Bonk. What? You're up, though. You are gonna take 28 points of bludgeoning damage. So, minus 21. 7, 21. Yep. Okay, let me just. You guys just slapping each other. This is a dwarven slapping contest outside. Pretty much. All right, and now I'm just gonna give him a generous poke in the face. No, I'm not, apparently. Hey, okay, we got one action left. That was my trip stand. Oh, you tripped him, right? Raz. Rats in Pronistan. Pronistan. Um, but he's also prone to somebody else. I'm going to stand up on all fours. Push myself up. Do it. Hit me, nerd. Oh, let's see. Hit me. <laughs> Do it. Wow. You won't. I want a villain point. It's so bad. I'm sure it hits you, but I want a villain point. It's Do so it. bad. You won't. Um, Coward. 30. I rerolled <laughs> a 13, and you're telling me that you won't reroll. Oh, no. He did it. Look at that face. Yeah, to a one. To a two. They baited me! Oh, no. Well played, sir. Baited. Well played. The bait and sketch. If you uh, 29. If you, you don't know, hit. You 29 while you're flat-footed. Oh, flat-footed. Yeah, it hit. Uh, it does hit against my flat-footed. Gotta forget, I'm flat-footed. 28. Prone ramp. Stupid idiot. What's 30. Oh, yeah, we'll take... 33 points of bludgeoning damage. Cool. 32. Oh, enfeebled 32 points of bludgeoning damage. That's the enfeebled guy. Cool, there you go. And now that I'm on all fours and ready to go fast, I take off. Where? Back into that room, and then I just go down as far as I can until I hit a wall. Uh, you can see where the machines light. I'm sure you can. I go all the way in, then I go all the way. Oh, you just go oh, into the darkness. He just takes darkness. up south, scampered through. It turns into difficult terrain, but you have so much move speed that I'm As, sure you yeah. can work your way all the way down to the corner with no actual idea of where you are. Yeah, let's hit a wall. He's rattled. Because you have the Oh, boy. He's gone. Guy in the door is going to stand up. Frightened is gone. But he's regular flanked by Marshall, so it, 35. it's actually worse now. That hits. <laughs> I just go pancake mode and go, no! You guys are just beating each other's sense. This is actually, you ever seen the slapping contests? Yeah. This is just those slapping oh, yeah. contests between uh, Marshall and the other guy in the door. <laughs> uh, 25. Bro, Harry. This is Burley. the doorman who is this guy. The truth, I think Roisin feels like early right now. And as he stands back up with his mole and takes that hit, 
I can do this for longer than you can. And pulls it back and swings at Marshall. I, I don't think so. Completely un seemingly unaware of the lizard behind him. I mean, he and I haven't interacted yet. I'm pretty much ignoring his existence. Too. He's not frightened anymore. I don't do subtraction. That's just a... Uh, mm. 44. That does create, unfortunately. Sit back down. Sit on the ground. The good news is Think he about can't what critically you did. succeed at knocking you prone, so you're not going to take a d6 of damage. As, I mean, yeah, always you are, look on. You the are right. right. Side you're of way. But let, let me read you a passage. Oh boy. Um, from the good book. If I, the strike hits, I mean, I would they like also apply the critical success effects of a trip. Uh, it's always been a critically successful trip. That's why it's not super noticeable, but the knockdown secret. hits. It's always a critical. Success. The knockdown hits have more damage. So, while you're technically correct because he's not rolling it, it is automatically a crit. I'm cranking over here. This is kind of a saucy roll. I wish I was playing a fighter because I'd be doing the same thing that you've been doing. 70 points of bludgeoning damage. So 63. 63 points of bludgeoning Not damage. Not even close. Oh, uh, that hurts really good. Conscious. <laughs> I'm conscious, yes. So the other dwarf has been swinging at Roshin. Sees this lizard come up. And uh, he is going to, with his small as you come up and slash him and hit him, he's going to turn and just push back at you. Uh, like you're using it flat, using the half of this like he's checking you in a hockey game uh, and trying to shove you back into the desk in the back corner of this room. It's going to push with a 43 versus your fort, DC. Uh, I mean, that's a critical success. It's going to push you all the way back down to the corner of the room into the darkness. You got your goggles and night on, so you just get pushed back into the place where there's no color. And then he's going to turn back to Roshin. And continue mining <laughs> but he does have a minus five now yay and uh i'm prone and i have no shield this 40 uh 40 concealment please i don't have any points it's not the time i haven't failed one you yet i fail it i don't I haven't know failed one out. yet it was bound to happen i don't have any failing points slams his mallet soundly in the ground right next to Roshin. Just out of curiosity, was it a five? It was a nat one, it was actually. Nat one. Oh, okay, cool. oh, okay. We like nat ones. We didn't get the changeling value, but yeah, the two die. And then I'll roll the concealment check for the third one first. 19. All right. Should have started with the hit roll, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. And then the minus 10 to hit you. 31. 31 just hits me. Prone with no shield spell. He's in there. He's not frightened anymore. Why not? Because oh, because Razlab. Razlab. Yeah. It, was, it was three rounds for lingering performance, yeah. and that's that was round three was the last time we went around. Do you roll higher than a 10? I can't damage? not. You can't not? No. Okay, so I'm down. The so plus you, modifier you is higher than that. didn't go down to a crit. I didn't. True, you didn't go down to a crit. But as a one final swing here, it crunches Roshin into the ground after she's been beating away at her breastplate. She is kind of cratered in the floor here and finally just kind of stops moving. He takes one hand up the mall and turns to uh, Shishi. Ha! Now I'll come for you! The third one, seeing Raz retreat into the corner. Get back here, you rat wizard! Now get away from me! Tramp, 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 tramp. He's not fast. Um, it actually takes him two full move actions to get to Rez. 
Uh, but as he comes in and looks and sees where you are, he comes into the room and you can't, you see him kind of in the light and then silhouetted against the light as this dwarven frame runs at you and just kind of slams as he's running forward. It's a lot less momentum than they've been able to put behind their slams too so far because it's not like the running start does anything for him. He is very slow. Uh, but that's going to be, this one's still frightened one because he had two. No, it actually it went down the same with everyone else. So it would be gone now as well. Uh, so he's at full. He's still enfeebled, so it is minus one. So 40. Bonk. Oh my god. <laughs> is that a crit? Yeah. But it's not the knockdown swing, because he didn't have actions for that. It's just a regular bonk. It's going to be 52 points of bludgeoning damage. I'm going to skin to landing safeguard myself. Who's dead to the reaction spell, DR10. 42 points of damage as a spray of weird colors shows up in front of him. Does it produce light? Um, sure. Probably briefly. Probably briefly. Because it's interesting course. if it doesn't, because it's like a multicolored shield, right? Yeah. And he's looking gray. in dark vision, he can't see color. So... It's just like a pane of glass. <laughs> he has no idea how pretty it is. But it does not knock you prone. Resume. Um, Resume cannot see where Raz went. No, Raz uh, and this guard also disappeared deeper into the secret prison. Um, however, she does see that Roshin is down. So at this point, as you're out in the street here, uh, you and Marsh, uh, Marshall, I'll send Marshmallow. You and Marshmallow. That is his new name. Thank you. You and Thanks Marshall are out here in the out, outside the doorway, clearly fighting. You're in the barricade district, which is kind of outside of town. It's not very heavily patrolled. But at this point, some people in the distance would have started to notice that there was a fight happening. There's nobody nearby. There's not like a lot of trade and traffic going through here. But some people would have caught attention of this. Uh, and some would have started going towards the Guild of Arms, one maybe back towards the city proper, but you have been noticed at this point. Um, I have bigger problems right now. Um, so she is going to, uh, grab out a wand and, uh, cast Helum, Helum, Angelum, and, uh, put a, the, her level seven healing wand onto Roisin and get her the heck back up. Uh, so as you roll that, Raz, that was a hero point I nearly didn't see. Raz for the bait and switch. That's a hero no, point. I turned a villain point into a hero point. <laughs> I hate you. Seventh level heal. Big wand energy. That's 34 plus 56 is 90. Cool, I'll take it. I have 90 now. <laughs> Your health has gone from zero to 90. Woo. You know, I really do appreciate that there's not negative health anymore. I feel like that yeah. just makes the game a little better. It just kind of smooths stuff down, right? Uh, protect him, and she'll throw up a shield. Rasheen, you pass out for a moment, but wake up and see the dwarf is turned away from you and pointing towards someone around the corner. You vaguely remember Chishik showing up but... <laughs> uh, right get up honey get up let's get this out of the way she'll kind of crawl and draw herself up to her feet and he kind of like double takes as you get up are you bloody kidding me 
Bam! <laughs> Thirty-four. Uh, normal hit. Knock knock. Twenty-eight points of bludgeoning damage. Twenty-eight points of bludgeoning damage, and uh, as the maul comes down, it'll kind of crunch into her pauldron, uh, dislocating the shoulder a little bit briefly, and she's just gonna grin savagely at him, dive Lenoir, and blast him in the face since he's used his attack of opportunity. What even, Ari? We'll save. My best friend. <laughs> <laughs> just. <laughs> Girl power. <laughs> 39. 39's a normal success, so he will take half. I need to roll against it for myself. And I think that's a fail, which means it goes to a success, so I also you take both it. take half. Yeah. The story of uh, Most of the military dichotomy. I hit myself in the face just as hard as I hit that guy. But I hit really hard in both situations. It does hit really hard. So I'll roll this and double it. You both succeeded, right? Yeah. Well, I failed my own will save, but it, I get one degree of success. Right. Better. That's what I mean. Like, so it's the half, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So I guess I'll just roll this. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot more dice than I thought it was. I always forget just how many freaking dice come out of this spell. It's money. Let's see, 28, 25, uh, 29 mental. Okie dokie. And as he kind of staggers a bit from that, one hand stole off his maul up to his head. Sheik. It's time for fast healing to do fast healing stuff. Yeah, I think I, I think I'll need it. Well, you're not dealing. He pushed me away, <clears throat> and uh, I think I'm going to disappear and reappear behind him with the cloak of the Montebank. I mean, it works. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, I remember it someday. You want to flank? Twenty. Man. Did you want to flank him or did you want? I'm rolling really insane fire in this fight. So I'm now flanking him, and I'm completely concealed. Yep. Puff of smoke. Which means As claws reach out from the smoke to grab around his head and attempt to pull him back in. What are you, Gengar? Like. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to melee attack 20. 20 as the claws wrap around his throat and his face. We have a lot of crits him. in this. Our lizard is also on we fire. We got to do that highlight again. It's like the, the, the dwarf critical. from the dock. The yeah, it's been like. Whenever we fight dwarves, this fight. happens. Dwarf and triad members are just crit magnets. Not triad. He's still standing. Barely. But really not by much. And I have concealment, but that is the end of my turn. Okay. <laughs> Marshall. You see, the guy in front of you is still relatively sturdy. Yeah. Uh, but behind him, the one that's fighting Rasheen and Trishik is much more desperately injured. Um, you could... You have actually have a halberd. You could swing it either freely, but it is your turn. You yeah. are... Proud again. Well, honestly, I'm not really in a condition to risk getting hit too much more. But um, could I just like roll on the ground like five foot step without provoking? It still provokes. You, there's a feat that lets you move on the ground without provoking. Yeah. But 
That's that's like the point of prone is you can't really do anything movement wise without provoking. All right, so this is what I'm gonna do. I am going to uh, renew vigor. So I'm gonna psych myself up and give myself ten more temporary hit po points because I'm gonna need them. And then I'm gonna take a swing at my halberd with at the one that True Sheik just you know wrecked a little bit. Yeah, minus two for being prone. That's a it does two absolutely dice. nothing. Mm -hmm. Poke. This uh, fight's been a drain. I'm out of villain points. Everyone's out of hero points. Like, we're just flanneling each other now. Kados is... I, I lied to you. Red you know is a full stack, but... I'm going to use my nice. last action to trip the guy that's been bonking on me. All which right. is a minus five. Seven. Seven. Two for being prone and five for your second attack. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, you take the minus on... I guess it's an attack. It's an attack. It's an attack. Yeah, that's a 20 total. Cool. I'm going to sit here and do nothing. Uh, You got 10 temporary hit points back. You get get ten temporary hit points back. Raz in the corner in the darkness. All right. So can I use his silhouette against the beam of light behind him to judge my position, the five foot step and five foot step, and then take off running? So he's in front of you. Is he directly in front of you? He's me directly he... in front. Of you. you came around following you, so you'd need it two, two steps. You'd there's. You get two steps, you get two steps out, yeah, 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 and then two run steps, around. And then, yeah, so yeah, you can do that. Two five-foot steps diagonal, then hop, run 35 hop, feet hop, towards where Hoppity, hoppity. Step around behind him. 35 feet all the way to Roisin. Hit all me, right, hoppity. 5, 15, 20, get 25, off 30. You can get actually kitty corner from Roisin. Yeah. yeah, you can get right up the diagonal from her. This is Raz just sprints out of the room. Raz is just playing tag. You should get right up, yeah, right up uh, yeah. the door behind yeah, you. Yeah, it should be right up here. <laughs> Why did you come back? You could have kept running away. There's nowhere to run to. <laughs> <laughs> and then this form here is stranded for a moment. Not good. <laughs> and nobody looks good. The dwarves are all injured. You guys are all injured. Resume's um, uh, fine, but yeah. a, he is going to take his swing at Rasheen. Still laying on the ground. I got up. You got up. So regular concealment check first. He's not afraid of the Gengar behind him. He is really upset that Roshin is still conscious. <laughs> this is a personal He's done insult. But hit me the it, whole. He has hit you for like five straight rounds, and you are somehow still alive. <laughs> He's not okay with this. Tank. <laughs> concealment. Five. <laughs> The value. Child. This child, the second time. It's done it. You did it. Okay, second concealment. Five. Three. Even wow. Whew. Money. And as he just hates life. He doesn't understand why a revenant is standing up next <laughs> to him and his why Torag has sent this demon to haunt him. <laughs> he's gonna just swing the mall wide around at whatever is behind him. Concealment 16. Uh, he's gonna take a minus two circumstance penalty to this attack because the scarves wrap around your melee weapon and make Wait, it Wait, seriously? To yeah, it's never come up before, but. <laughs> what? And he's enfeebled. Uh, what? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You know why? Because fashion oh is God. dangerous. Okay. So he's a minus two. 
He has a concealment. He has a minus 10 his third attack, so a minus 12. Minus 13 because he's enfeebled. Minus 13. And I'm going to nimble dodge for a plus 10. Well, he's, he's rolled an 11, so... No, it's just a Trishik. He, he oh, yeah, he, oh he's like... He's going to roll. That's going to be a 26. No, I didn't even need to nimble This dodge. man has no idea what's happening anymore. He is concerned. Um, Dwarf the third is going to come stampeding out from the back. Still running after the rat wizard, still very upset about the concept of Rez being alive. And uh, running after him is just gonna take another just swiping sling towards the rat. Thirty-one. You hit. And finally bash Rez against the walls, he catches up and your rat kinda crumples to the ground. Rip. And that was two moves in a swing, because he has to take two move actions for one of yours. Oy. A good action economy. You tank that guy for way longer than you should have. <laughs> and the one in the doorway, who is still standing, he is uh, he is up at the moment. Marshall is up. Everyone is up. I'm not up. I'm down. Oh, you didn't stand back stand. up, right? You're still I, down. Yeah, because I failed hard. Uh, how do you look? I'm bad. I mean, I'm pretty bloody. Because he would like the door stopper. He can go around you, but you are big and spooky and you hit him really hard. And this witch lady is doing weird stuff, but it's not really bothering him. He got zapped once, but since then it hasn't really bothered him much. So he didn't even get zapped. The guy who got zapped literally just left because all of his senses got replaced guy, and yeah. he decided to go home. This guy got disintegrated. No, the chasing, no, the, guy, the got the chasing guy got disintegrated. Got disintegrated. Oh. So this he guy, you actually haven't that. bothered him at all. He wants Marshall out of the picture. So he's going to take one hefty swing at Marshall for 45. That crits. How much health you got? You want an actual number? Just, yeah. With the temp, 84. Does it save me? Oh, he might actually not one-shot you. Okay. Oh, like, I, I don't know if you were low enough it would save me the rolling in the math, but... Not quite. I've been getting beat on pretty hard, that, dude. That's how much you I have, like, privacy. You were a tanky say, I took two. True. Dude, he <laughs> got hit twice, three. and he's unconscious. A three was the knockout. Yeah, yeah. three would have been the knockout. Marshall's taking, like, nine. <laughs> you've been rolling really low on his stuff, though. Like, you've taken... Have I? Yeah. yeah no, actually, you have. I've, I've been rolling pretty bad today, so... Ooh, this is a pretty high one, though. I might be down. You're fine. This might take you. You're fine. I mean, I do have bludgeoning resistance, but I, that's only going to go so far. 78. Hey, 71 after your resistance. He's not down. Swing right, so is still not going to put Marshall down. Honestly, that's the best situation for someone with a ton of health. Yeah. You yeah. take one last big hit that gets you low, but doesn't finish you off. Yeah, now he has to wildly overkill you because he's going to hit you for like nine, realistically. But he's going to swing again. So that one's in that 20. So that one's definitely... Uh, a second final blow there to follow that up. Marshall's gonna stop moving. And I'm down. And this dude awesome. is gonna... You're here, actually. He is gonna step out up to Resme. Uh, but he's not super focused on Resme. He steps so he doesn't say anything. He looks at Marshall for a sec. Marshall finally stopped trying to get up. But he kind of looks up and down the road. Like... Surveying, sees some people going to the Guild of Arms, and uh, he's not really focused on you at all. He's he's distracted and concerned. 
Resme. Is the guy who's really badly wounded the one in front of me? Um, they're all pretty moderately wounded, but the one who's very badly wounded is the one between Trishik and Roshin. He's the one who's on like death door here. Is he? I just dealt 50. He's gotten hit a lot. That guy is just taking like incidental hits from everybody for like the entire fight. Huh. He's at like His 25. All right. <laughs> we need one less of them to be there. Um, I am going to mobility back to keep him from attack of opportunitying me. Okay. Could also just, oh, I guess you could smart in a five foot step. That's fair. How far do you mobility? Uh, 20. It's you get, half your speed. Okay, so you get 20 feet back away from the building. The map doesn't go that far, but we'll just say we know where you are. Let's we'll put her on the ram, yeah. We use the, the classic fix. Mm. And she is going to take a very calculated risk and hope that Roshin can keep everybody up. And she is going to fire all of her missiles uh, into the one guy who's left who looks really injured. Two action magic missiles. Yep. I need three two per, right? So six. six plus six. Yeah. Yeah. I need to at the that's six. D4s I'd be kinda hard to read on the dice camera, unfortunately. Four, eight, but, uh, 12, 13, 14, 15, I mean like on the on the camera. Because oh. they don't have like an up face the camera's pointed yeah. at. Yeah. It's gonna be twenty-four points of damage. How much does he okay, I have to look. How much does he actually have? He has 21. Oh. Hey. He will drop under this barrage of missiles. Well, Rasheen, conscious, wounded, but alive. Conscious, wounded, but alive. Marshall's down. Raz is also down. Raz is also down. <laughs> well then, we can't have that, can we? Um. Three action, level one heal spell. Ah, there's the big brain. So, yeah, the guy who's been pounding you for five rounds is not alive to AOO you. Three health, three health. Conscious? Conscious. Um, alive. They also get three health. The, uh, the, Actually, everyone everybody gets three health. Gets three health. Everybody three. is within 30 feet of the Roshin. But is she in Kant's? This prayer and this wave of energy comes out from her. It's going to be enough to pick the two of you up. Which is not dying. Which is the bar that we're looking for. Good job. Trishik. Uh, uh, oh, I can't rage again either. So, I'm currently in concealment. Yes, you're in the cloud right which here. Which goes away at the end of my turn. But it lets me sneak. Okay. It does. You can sneak up this for one purpose. This man is outside and won't see me approaching him from behind. Do you not hidden? Do you have the feet that lets you hit someone at the end of a move? Because you're not in cover when no, you leave I'm going the concealment. To sneak to get to the wall behind him. 
I see what you mean. Okay, and then so you're gonna him through the door. You're gonna one action to sneak over and then surprise claw. Yeah. So sneak assurance. <laughs> uh, I assume he doesn't have a DC 39 perception. He does not have plus 29 perception. So you get a flat-footed slap at this guy, oh, and he's pretty hurt too, actually. Hmm? He's pretty hurt too. So, Everyone is. Nobody is healthy at this point. The Malachite other than Resme, who was fine. That's because you guys are doing an incredible job. I just want to say, all my, I, all my peeps. Forty. You're welcome. Hmm. Versus flat-footed. That is a critical hit. Oh. The Malachite dice will mm. carry us to the, victory. The lizard is so sexy. Resme might have so, to change species. 11, 14, Aww. 18, 19, 26 to 52. Two points of damage on this guy. Well, we're not done yet. He's pretty hurt. I can hit him again. It won't be won't be sneaking. flat-footed, but you can hit him again. I don't think you can take him down with a non-sneak. He's not that hurt, but... Uh... He's yeah, but so your, much your regular crits do less damage than you like. 2d6 plus 7. Yeah, but that's less than your non-crit sneaks, right? Yeah. I mean, you, 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 you might, might all well, be sixes. You do. might just only roll sixes. I mean, you might roll a 20 and then like five sixes. I mean, that's an 18. Oh, that's an 18. <laughs> There's no way that crits. No, it's uh, 36. Sure, it hits, though. Yeah, hit it definitely him. hits. All that matters is that you hit him. Uh, for a four and a six. So, 17. 17. All right. Raz, conscious. Still a guy behind you. Still probably mid-swing. Don't Play hate dead. on the Malachite. It has rolled an average of like 16 for this encounter. I'm not moving. Just gonna hold. Hold. Smart. <laughs> Rez is chilling. Marshall. Rez is playing dead red. Opossums are well, like a kind of red. If he hasn't noticed, since he hasn't really noticed that I'm uh, alive again. Whoop! <laughs> <laughs> well, the ground, idiot. Yeah. Oh, baby. Uh, that is. Uh, what is that? An eighteen? Yeah, that's an eighteen that's on the die. Uh, it takes D six more bludgeoning damage. Wow. Money well spent. Everybody falls down. If the D six killed him, it would be hilarious. It's a one, but the, if the D six was a one and killed him, it would be extra strength. Hilarious. It would be great, but it's okay. But it will not. No. Uh, but he will fall down. I'm gonna stand right back up. You are a madman. Really? You gonna give him the oh, hello? That's right. I forgot. Oh, like you are a crazy person. It's like, oh my god! Right now you're neutral. Minus I mean, so I tripped attack, him. Minus two to AC for both. Yeah, he's flat-footed. So you're still um, minus five right now. Yeah, you're still minus five. Trips and attack. So okay. you can swing well, at minus five. I'm gonna go ahead and swing at him. Yeah, just swing. I mean, you can roll twenties. That that was definitely not a twenty. Your dice are mad today. I, I just oh, but that's still like a that's not. That's not a metal. Dice. Yeah, right. No, sorry. Uh, <laughs> so minus five. Table so fast. Yeah, that's that's definitely not gonna hit him. You uh, can do the you YOLO. Huh? You can give him the YOLO. You want to give me the Malachite? Oh no. The Malachite, the Malachite comes out in three times kicks. of great need. In One, times of great two, need. Three. Yeah. Fifteen. Thirteen. Thirteen. So that's I can't read those minus things. ten. That's still not going to hit him. It's not. But as you swing at him, he's on the ground here. Much higher than a six, though. And so. he falls and looks. I'm just happy to. He feels really like no relief for the three health that's been healed to him as a lizard is trying to <laughs> turn his innards into outards. He 
is enfeebled one. Is gonna stand up. <laughs> just gonna provoke. I'm gonna try. Do it. Nice. Yeah, it's, uh, that's good. Only 33. Minus. Or I'm sorry, 31. Yeah, I mean, but he's prone he's when prone. you. Him. Yeah. Do it. Take him down. Give him a slap. Good old slappy. Not uh, bad. That's 11, 17, so that's 28. Uh, 28 is not gonna kill him. These lads are hardy, strong, but close. As he kind of staggers up to his feet and takes this hit and looks back and sees Trishik. He doesn't even, he doesn't even grab them. He leaves them all on the ground. He just kind of throws up an arm defensively and calls back into the prison. The guild's coming! The guild's coming! And uh, he is going to attempt to also flee the field. As this is not going great for him, and he fancies his chances better running for his life. So he takes up north, uh, left out the door, getting 40 feet away. He doesn't get a terrible distance because he's not fast and he's kind of staggering, but he's doing his best. The last guy in here, looking up and hearing that. Oh, ain't gonna be nothing here for him to find then. I was gonna step forward to Roshin. <laughs> Come on, then. You're up. I'm up. And he's going to step up, kind of shorten his hammer again. You're not, not, he's still swinging through the door frame. Bring it around and try and crash down towards your other shoulder. You get to have no armor. <laughs> concealment, still upright? Oh, yeah. Okay, 14 on yeah. concealment. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Do I have cover from the door? You do. Okay. Plus one AC. 32. No, 42. I've missed a digit. Those sorry. are very different numbers. <laughs> um, I missed, I I missed, a, I missed the tens. So thankfully, uh, the momentum of that hammer smashing through the grating of the doorway slows it just enough to keep it from criticaling me. 31 points of bludgeoning damage. Just crunches in. And it's going to crunch it back against the wall in this little, like, uh antechamber here behind the bars and knock you back down to the floor. Oh, it's the prone hit. When it was he... the prone hit. Big bonkus. This dude is leaving unless anyone's interested in I'm more fighting. Definitely killing. Him. All right, fair Please enough. Resume. Um, resume. Uh, seeing that everything is still kind of that that he retreated is really only interested and in keeping. still looks dead in the hallway. Open his eye. <laughs> yes. You're um, behind him now. You can do that. She yeah. wouldn't know that a heal spell went over him. That's uh, true. hasn't moved. She is far more concerned with the fact that Marshall is going to go back into that fight, regardless of the fact that <laughs> you he is know back Marshall's dead. Going back into and that so fight. she's going to make sure he's slightly better off than he is right now. Vitum, Vitum Done. And uh, she's going to pump a lovely level five healing spell into him. Okay. From the distance, from downtown. Vitum Done! <laughs> across the street. <laughs> he's across, he's halfway back to town. <laughs> uh, uh, 56 points of health back. I'll take it. Get a little help. I will take it. And then, um, and then she is going to... Uh, get near Trishik because she has no idea what's coming. Oh, because call, she comes back. All yeah, right, so and, and, and with her friendly lizard. Hi, Rasheen. You wounded uh, one. 
It gets spooky if you go down to a crit. Does. Because you're dying three. I'm just going to get back up next turn, but yeah. Then he hits me again, and then I die. Please. Well, if you're dying three and you fail, the, you get one chance, and if you fail, you're dead. Fast healing. All right, fast healing. But, you know, he hits me next turn, and then I just die, and I Then you dead. just go straight to dying four. Do not pass go. Do not collect 200 damage. Yeah. Do not collect 200 damage. Exactly right. That was clever. I'll give you that one. Good job, self. Pat, Pat. Well done. You're well smart. Done. Um... So, uh, Roshin does not have much else to do at this point. She can't really risk the critical. She can't risk getting hit while she's on the ground right now. She can't risk getting s standing up. Raz is you can heal safe yourself. where he is. <laughs> Just on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Casting a spell is too dangerous. Oh, that's right. Um, so she's just going to flail at those ankles she's gonna try to jab that sword so try we are the caps, ankle bandits throne. today yeah whatever she we're can gonna get. steal their feet they can't fight us if they ain't got feet so the, the next purple time worm we're about to get into a fight and i forget to cast heroism i usually like throw something at me because dang the stupid fight <laughs> you know what been i so had. much easier it would have been easier if i remembered my consumable item that i totally forgot was in my bag 32 32 will hit uh, Where all the D8s go? Oh, I healed. I healed with them. They're all in the healing Yeah, pocket. sure, with my arms that can totally reach that far. <laughs> it's a general question <laughs> to the table. Why are you making fun of short arm people? Why are you having It's easy. Arms? What are you going to do? Your Mac us? You can't reach. Could you go retrieve my dice, please? Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, 17. I'm in moderate curse. Uh, 22 points <laughs> of piercing and fire damage. Okay. Now this guy, well, he's he's hurt. He's not nearly as badly injured as the rest. Uh, but damage is damage. Damage is damage, and I have two more attacks to make. <laughs> oh. Swing bada bada. Swing bada bada. Uh, oh, it's actually a little bit better. I think that's a 30... It's better. It's better. It's a 33. Hits. Rasheen's getting in here with the numbers. Do them up. Let's see. That's a 13 plus 6 uh, is a 19. 19. Okay. Those are also numbers that exist. Take damage. If I do, if I hit with three attacks, it equals one hit from Marshall or Trushi. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh. 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 You can't talk crap about them I can't. Anymore. I can't. I can never say it again. Uh, so oh, that's a 15. Even that's not going to work. All right. That's a like a 27. Um, I still have yet to step in here. You have not. You can go whenever. Um. Yeah. You're in playing dead as Stan. Um, so... <laughs> can I crawl, sneak away? He's not... He You're hasn't... next to him. But he's focused on Roshin. You can try to make me a tech versus his perception DC. If you succeed, you crawl away. If you fail, he is going to bonk you. Would this be deception? In... It's less deception and more getting seen. Like... The concealment is he's distracted with Rasheen. I think you can just straight up make a deception check. Got a pilot here. Oh, uh, well, you know what? Die, so a total of a 36 or 35. 35 will do it. Woof. He's going to crawl. Sneaky peeky. So it'll take you two actions to get out of his melee range. Crawl. Because we only crawl five feet per action. Yep. Crawl back. Crawl back. Crawl back. Crawl. And play dead. <laughs> play dead over here. All right, Rasheen. He's <laughs> dead a little further away. Well, no survivors. 
gonna pull out my bow, peek around the corner, and shoot him in the back. Screw that guy. Malachite, guide me. So, that's 14 on the die. Four. No, it's a 14. Forehead. 14, 20, 37. That hits him. Let's just do D8. No, 2D6 plus 2 plus wounding. Yeah, plus 2 from. Weapon specialization. Oh, Weapon specialization. You got flat on the bow. 4, 5, 7, D6 bleed. You drop an arrow, and that guy's back because he's trying to get away. That's all that matters. And That's he falls on the road, 40 feet out in clear view of everybody. Just falls. Um, I'm then going to run and get behind the remaining guy with my full movement and an acrobatics check to avoid the AOL. Mm. Bored. All right, Speedus. Because I have fleet, I have just enough movement to get behind him. Let's see the acrobatics check. You're going to get checked very aggressively. Well, that, that that's a, bend. a 10, so that gives me... A 33. Yeah, I'll succeed. The reflex you see is bad. Surprisingly, their reflex is not good. Marshall. So dropping my weapon would be considered a free action. Yeah, you just right? do that. All right. So I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Drashik, you gave me a fun idea. I haven't tested out my new toy yet. So I get up as my first action. Drop my halberd. Pull out Boomy for my second action. <laughs> Yeet Boomy. So... So, All right, so the attack roll you're going to have is going to be minus two because that's because of it's using my dex instead of my strength. Yep. So without the raging, because you're not raging and I'm then raging, it's going to be too so low. It's already yeah. going to be a 21. Plus. Okay, fair enough. But uh, yeet bonkus yeet. at him. Nice. Hey, 16, uh, on the 16 dice. plus 21. 37. 37 hits him. Even with the cover, he's got uh, you throw it through a bunch of doorways. Bonkus chunkies. Thor. Here's a purple one. So he just kind of stands up, pulls out his hammer, and he's like, ha-ha, <laughs> trolls it a little bit, grabs it by the leather cuffs, starts winding <laughs> up, and goes, yeet. And you throw it, and it slams it, and this guy bonks and kind of bounces and spins off, and then flies right back to you hand first. Uh, that is a 14, and when I throw it, I don't apply my strength. You right? do apply oh, your yeah. strength. Yeah. Throwing yeah. weapons, your whole strength. So my strength is a plus five. So 19? 19. Yep. So 19. Bonk. Uh, yep. I'm not ready. You, you, you don't have weapon spec? I do have weapon spec. I had two more. Oh, so 21. Okie dokie. I bet. 21. This guy's getting bullied now. <laughs> so he is now surrounded by a lot of people. Rasheen, who just refuses to be dead. And then Trashik runs past him and he turns and looks around and then sees Rez. <laughs> 15, away. 15 feet away. away. Dumb witch magic. And he's gonna bat your sheik. <laughs> Nimble dodge. Don't crit me. <laughs> 35. Not a crit. Sheik gets to kiss the floor for 29 points of bludgeoning damage as he bowls you over. Uh, and he, he even like strides as he's doing it. As he as he knocks you down, he's already walking. Get back here, you witch rat! And then walking <laughs> back after Raz. <laughs> Which is his full movement speed. Can I AO with the hammer? 
No. Oh, it's ridiculous if you have frames, that was. Can you, can you imagine? <laughs> Up one from there. It doesn't hurt the ass. Resume. Um, she sees him uh, head down the hallway, and uh, she's going to fling uh, a metal ball at him at the speed of magic. Uh, Using True Strike, so she's going to telekinetic projectile, but roll twice and pick the highest. Okie dokie, so just yeah, put two d20s in there and then just tell me whichever one's side. You can roll them at the same time. Modus Ostium! Because you're always going to reroll, even if it's a 20. You're going to reroll anyway, because if it's 220, that's cool. <laughs> so you're always going to reroll, so, that's just, true. so just roll them that's both. That's true, it's totally true. Uh, that's a 19 in there, so that makes me happy. That's a 40. 40 will hit him. Thank you, my bun. It's mm. a lot of dice. Uh, four, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, uh, plus five is going to be 22. All right. 22 <laughs> points of damage. And uh, as that hits him, he is looking pretty battered. It's hit him in the back. We've already disintegrated a nice hole. You can just throw bits of metal into. That was my plan. He's going to stumble a bit, keeping his feet, but only just Rasheen. Rasheen is going to get back up. Her wounds continuing to slowly close. He wants that rat booty. He is obsessed with rats. He is really obsessed. He with does this not rat. like the witch rat. It would really that like two spells. Does not he? Well, he thinks he cares more than that because he doesn't understand what's happening. I'm dead. <laughs> no way, I'm dead. <laughs> um, and uh, once again, she's gonna look and see Raz about to get pancaked. <laughs> but this time, there is no one to AOO me. <laughs> you get to stand up. Um, or cast a spell. And both actually do both. That's fair. Uh, you both. can do both. And I have a focus point left. Uh, are the words that you're going to say, Dive Lamar? That is, in fact, exactly what I'm going to say. You just want to die. Lamar. Die, Lenoir. Die, Lenoir. One day you will pass. 29. 29 is a save. fail, so he'll take full damage. I'm going to get two. <laughs> so I'm going to fail my own. Can I please just give him this no. hero point? Nope, no. you can't. Wait, you, so you succeed, though, right? I succeed, yes. Yeah, so okay. I take half, and he's... he's oh, he's taking full. Oh, this man is... Dead. So, um, how many d6s is this? 18. Yeah, he's just. What happens? He could this survive. guy has 20 HP. He, it's. There, he has 20 health. There's a world where this. You have to roll there's 19 ones and a two, or 17 ones and a two. It's the best possible roll you can get. So actually matters. I'm rolling damage on myself. Oh, that's actually true. It does matter because you hurt uh, yourself. Let's see here. So it's 7, 10, 20, 26. 28. I have 23 health. Okay, so here's what happens. <laughs> uh, Roshin's gonna I am scream her spell out, and um, blood is just gonna run out of her ears and nose. And the same thing is going to kind of mimic uh, the uh, the dwarven guard as he kind of jerks, almost as if he's getting pulled in two directions. Before uh, blood is gonna run from his own face. And then they're both going to keel over to the side and just collapse. A dwarf collapses the head of this mall, slamming in a stone right next to Raz as he's still playing dead. Sheeny! Ah, Roshin, also very much dying, but 
the fight for now seeming to be won. As the last of these guards falls to the ground. Same for the one who just left. When Raz cast have a bad day on him, he just decided he was done there and went home. I didn't realize that that actually had been backlash. You just draw aggro from one dude. <laughs> one day that guy dude. hates yeah. you forever. Mortal enemy rat. Not forever, just the rest of his life. But as a silent Smartest dwarf ever. Falls here. He goes back to prison. You know, this has clearly been noticed. There are people that are going to be coming. But you have not only saved yourselves, you have saved Miss Jennifer Hemlock. The totally Carpenters Guild slash Guild of Arms, because the Carpenters Guild just cannot catch a break on things <laughs> happening to it. She has to keep a good eye on the other two people that are there. Yep. A truly grueling battle against the Guild of Arms soldiers who are stout and well-trained and near your equal in combat. If they were our equals, I don't think we won. I, I don't think we would have won. Obviously, they were inferior. Well, one of them left. Yeah. Yeah, because it's just not, it's his day off. He was here as a favor for someone else. He cast a spell on him. He's like, nope, sorry, nope. Uh, notably, Sergeant Stonehill is not here. Uh, he had left, but you know that this corruption within the Guild of Arms may not go to the very top, but it goes at least as far as their sergeant, sergeant in arms. You can switch to the dungeon post. Well, and based on what the sergeant told you, it's possible that Bronzebeard is not a part of this. He doesn't seem to be aware because the sergeant seemed to think that Bronzebeard was the one that's corrupted. Regardless, when we come back next week, well, some stuff is going to happen. Like, I'm going to wake up Rasheen. Yeah, I assume, yeah, from dying I assume one I mean, of you I will... I was going to potato him. Well, one or several of you will be able to save Rasheen here. But with this victory here, not only are you not dead in what was a kind of a sketchy battle for a bit there. Spooky. An era has ended, my friends. The saga of level 12 has finally come to a close. We're level 13? I don't believe it. No, no, that's not possible. There is no other level. Level 13. Oh, thank God. Raz lived to see 13. You did good. Thank you, everyone, for being here, for hanging around. We went a little longer uh, than usual because we had a glorious battle, a pitched battle there that needed to be ended. But... Because we had a carpenter to rescue. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. That's why she was a carpenter, because she thought that those doors were impossible to break out of. I mean, you put her in a rock thing with a bunch of iron things, and yeah. she's like, none of this stuff is stuff I work with. Why this is it there? wood? <laughs> if just was wood, she would have chewed her way out in a minute. <laughs> Friggin' dwarven beavers. <laughs> I have no Stone comments. in a cavern. So, next week when we return, level 13. We have a moment now to look through and see if there's anything to be learned from this secret prison. We don't have a lot of time before more guards descend upon us. 
Because again, regardless of the situation, it kind of looks to an outside onlooker like you just killed a bunch of guards. It's not going to look that way for long. They just look like Guild of Arms. Like they are just Guild of Arms soldiers. They are Kovlar town guards. Yeah, Chushik shot one in the back. Chushik definitely street. shot a fleeing one in the middle of the back in clear view of anyone who was now looking this direction. So, well. Problem solved. Time for me time for me to make him look like a human. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. Thanks for being here. Hope you're enjoying the two perception show. I know we have a little bit of a strange issue with a bit of audio cutting on the clipping. I'm not sure what's causing that. It shouldn't be clipping at all. We have a compressor. But I'll try and figure it out before next week. When we return to the two perception show. Thank you, Paizo, for sponsoring our adventures. Our partners yeah. at Sirenscape for all the sounds. Uh they I think they really shine through on these combats where you actually get to hear the sounds of battle constantly. Um, and thank you, obviously, for being here. Thank you. Good night, everybody.